Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Undisputed. It is going to be a fantastic show today. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Jen. How are you today? Lakers going to finally win a game tonight at Denver because Russell Westbrook is out. It sounds like with a quote-unquote hamstring Well, I need Nikola Jokic Uh, to be out. (laughs) Period. Out. Well, well, you got the phony goat. What do you need? He's much better than Jokic. Well, so what's going on? Huh? I'm glad we Yoke is we're a about, joke compared to LeBron. We're about to talk. We're about we're about to talk about the phony goat. Oh, really? At least this year, he the phony goat. This oh, year wait, sure. did you declare Tom Brady the phony goat for good? For this year, well, I'm declaring LeBron for <laughs> good the phony goat. No, no, don't do that. Now you and already, forever. Is he averaging thirty? Oh, I'm impressed. Are they on three? You should early be. On. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are raring to go. Let's dive in. The day Tom Brady initially retired in February, gentlemen. He posted a photo on his Instagram story with Lamar Jackson, and the caption read, you're next. When Jackson was asked about the post, he said it hopefully meant he was next to win a Super Bowl. The Ravens, ironically, now head to Tampa to take on the Bucks tomorrow night as point-and-a-half favorites, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Mm. All right, Shannon, coincidence here? What do you make of this? Well, I don't take a whole lot of what Brady says to heart anymore because he says 90% of the time he's not speaking truthfully. So, mm. But anytime a great player acknowledges another a great player, whether he means it or not, it means something. When Coach Belichick, sometimes Coach Belichick is just blowing smoke. But to hear Coach Belichick acknowledge another great player, it means something to said player. When another great player acknowledges you, uh, be it with Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or any great player to acknowledge another young, great quarterback, uh, up-and-coming quarterback, that means something to said player. And Lamar uh, admitted as much that, hey, that's the GOAT. And he says, it's my turn. But everybody knows whose turn it is. Now it's Patrick Mahomes. And so for me, I don't think Tom Brady really sees Lamar Jackson as a serious threat to his record. I don't think he sees anybody as a serious threat to his uh, Super Bowl record. But his passing yards, passing touchdown record, Mahomes is way ahead of the pace in which Tom Brady, when he set these records, nobody thought Tom would have it. But this is the guy that everybody sees because when you look at it, Patrick Mahomes leads the league in touch and, and passing yards with 2159. Lamar Jackson is, is 20th with 1397. Uh, Patrick has 20 touchdowns. Lamar is fourth with 13. QBR, Lamar, uh, Patrick is number one. It's 70, 77%. Lamar is fifth with 63%. And since they've come into the league, uh, since 2018, Lamar has 54 wins. Lamar has 41, 20,000 yards. So we see where this is going. Uh, and, and Lamar says something very interesting. He says, I'm not competing against Tom Brady. I'm competing against his defense. That's not true. That's not true, Lamar. And you will learn this as you go. When you play against other great quarterbacks, if you lose, you they beat you head to head. If you win, you competed against their defense. Because that's what what's Tom Brady. Everybody knows Tom Brady's record against Pey- uh, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning ain't never played safety, never played linebacker, never sacked the quarterback. But everybody knows what Tom Brady's record is against Peyton Manning. Everybody knows what Tom Brady record is against Aaron Rodgers. That's just the way it goes. When Tom Brady wins, he competed against you. Tom Brady loses, you competed against his defense. Lamar is going to learn these little subtle things as he goes along. So that's where I am. uh, Tampa's lost four of their last five games at home. They're one and two. Remember, they lost the playoff game their last year, Skip. wait, Wait a minute. So you mean to oh, tell? You, you just remembered something you forgot to say. Yeah, yeah can I like Skip Bayless do wait, me? Wait, is the show over? Yet? <laughs> that's good. It's close. I'm gonna do you like you do oh. that. And that last twelve games, yeah. he's six and six. Mm-hmm. Six and six. Is that now, now he's seven and six. But <laughs> you you got to get in Detroit, right? Go ahead. But 
Uh, like I said, Skip, I, I just think the thing is that Tom says a lot of things and I'm not so sure. Tom is, he's really great at this. He, he's gotten good at, oh, he knows everybody's name. Oh, that's a great young player. Oh, he's a great this. Oh, this guy, he's playing really well. I don't take, that's not to say that Lamar is not a fantastic player because I believe that he is. I just don't take, a, I just take it with a grain of salt when Tom Brady says it. Mm. Okay, so... You referenced the fact that Brady has said on his podcast that 90% of what he says to the media during media interrogation sessions yeah. is deflection or sidestepping or however you mm -hmm. want to term it. Mm -hmm. I believe that 90% of what Tom posts, if not 100% of what he posts, is legit. It's, it's what he believes. When, when he talks just to Jim Gray on the podcast, I think that's not deflection or sidestepping. I think then you're getting real Tom Brady. So the simple truth here on what he posted, this was back on February 1st when we thought he was retired for good, or at least most people did. The simple truth here is that Tom Brady is a much bigger fan of Lamar Jackson than Shannon Sharp is. That's the simple truth of what this is. You, you've never been that sold on Lamar. You are oversold to me on Patrick Mahomes. So, so now you've been offended that Tom Brady would bless Lamar and not even mention Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Justin Herbert no. or whatever young gun quarterback you want to throw I, I'm in. I'm a firm believer you can like who you like. I don't have a problem with Lamar. I think he's a fantastic player. I just think he needs to be a little bit more consistent throwing the football. That was my only hang-up. Not that he shouldn't be quarterback, not that he's this or that. I just think if he was a little bit more consistent – I think people would speak in more glowing terms of him. I, this notion that I'm oversold on Patrick Mahomes is utterly ridiculous. The mere fact that anybody can be oversold on Patrick Mahomes is utterly ridiculous considering what he's done in this small sample size. Well, small, a five-year window in which he's done this. Four mm -hmm. AFC Championship games, two Super Bowl, a, a Super Bowl MVP, a league MVP. And there's no way you can possibly be mm -hmm. oversold on that. Brady beat Mahomes at Kansas City in a championship But game. I thought, hold on. Lamar Jackson just said he's not going to get it. See, you just confirmed what I no, said. No, I'm just saying what the Hall of Famer across me just said you have to do. You have to look at the matchups between great quarterback and has Tom, soon to has, be has great Patrick quarterback. Mahomes ever beat Tom Brady head-to-head? -head? Mm -hmm. Yep. There's played six times. Mm -hmm. They're three and three. Yep, okay. But when it mattered the most. So the, so regular in season the AFC championship game in <laughs> Mahomes' house. Brady beat him See? by completing three straight third and tens in overtime. That's how he beat him. And he only had two completions on third down. <laughs> so he was two and ten on third down against Carolina. But carry on. Okay, well, what does that matter? We're talking about when the money gets pushed to the middle of the table in what's called the Super Bowl this, game. Tom Brady beat Patrick Mahomes head to head. This in is the what Super I noticed Bowl. about Tom Brady. The money only gets moved to the middle of the table when he wins. When mm. he loses, there's nothing at stake. It's just a meaningless regular season game. When Skip told Bayless told yeah. me because there's so few regular season games, all the games matter, but not when Tom Brady lose. That yeah. doesn't matter. Only when he wins. But Shannon Sharp's problem is that Tom Brady has won way, 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 way more than anybody in the history of your sport he that has. you played. He has. So, so that's the bottom line fact of this is that he has seven Super Bowl championships that easily could have been nine, if not for Belichick's defense. So, so in other words, so he couldn't have lost any of those ones that he won. So he couldn't have lost the Super Bowl one. He, I mean, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Seattle Seahawks one. Yeah, he, he couldn't have lost that he one. He put them in position he, to win that game. He threw for 124 against God. the Legion of Boom in the fourth quarter. That is sensational. All, all you do is look. So what happened when he lost? Okay, I, I got it. But the, the point is, you're missing the point. 
he, he's telling you very simply with, with a two word, it's, it's just a two word caption on this post. He's blessing Lamar over Patrick Mahomes. Do, That's you, believe that, do you believe he believes that? Yes, do you believe yes, that he believes that? Do. Hold on. Do you believe that he believes Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes? Yes, I do. You are telling and, me. And, you don't even believe that. I, I do believe this. And remember, this was back on February 1st. Right now, you're seeing Lamar at his quote-unquote worst, which is not all bad. They have been blowing some fourth-quarter leads, but I, I'll get into this deeper in just a moment. I believe Lamar is going through as much off the field as Tom Brady is going through off the field, even though the situations are completely different. But this contract is eating this young man alive Maybe. because he's trying to negotiate for himself with help from his mom. And it's a really bad idea, as you know and I know. Right. So I'm going to disqualify what we're seeing right now. And if, if you want to to qualify Brady, if you want to give him the off-the-field excuse, I, I don't. I think he's had all kinds of personal issues throughout his career, and he has been at the, at the highest level of compartmentalizing football over off-the-field off distractions. And he's got a big one right now, as you have brought up repeatedly. But I, I, I'm yeah, not going to... I ain't brought it up. I mean... Well, I know everybody is. Okay, I, yeah. I got it. But you have mentioned it regularly. Yes. I don't mention it because... I, I just think he's the one who can separate. Well, he, clearly he, he can. It's it's his escape. Well, that's your opinion. That, that's your opinion. I, we're we're going to go deeper into this in, in just a few minutes okay. here on the show because we're going to talk about legit excuses. He's got way more to me than anybody else does in the league right now. But Lamar is very distracted, as and it's trickling down into his team's performance because this is a huge issue, him in his fifth year with no contract yet, on the table, uh, there's been an offer made reportedly, but... It's I, not to his life. Hey, it, it, I think that bridge isn't just on fire. I think it's about to burn to the ground. I think we're heading toward Lamar's not going to be a raven anymore at some point. Well, I mean, Skip, they got, two, they got two franchise tags they can use, okay. so okay. I, I theoretically got he yeah. can't really go anywhere. I, I got it, but there might be a point of no return when if they can get what they need for him in, in trade value, because somebody's going to jump on that to me, then I, it, it might be better for both parties to start fresh elsewhere. Okay, okay so the, the point is he is not playing up to his MVP level. And remember, what picture got posted here? It was a game that took place on November 3rd, Sunday night football at Baltimore of 2019, and Lamar Jackson was on his way to winning MVP, winning MVP unanimously. Mm -hmm. I believe that Tom Brady is saying, I'm seeing something in Lamar Jackson that a lot of people are not seeing. I think he's seeing some things that you you haven't seen or at least acknowledged or that, that you're not impressed with. I've told you from the start, as much as we all are in awe of Lamar's ability to run with the football, I think he's a, a wildly underrated thrower of the football. I'm not saying he's transcendent. I just th say that in his MVP year especially, and even up to, to date, he, he's underrated because he's a dart thrower on mid-range passes. He hasn't had the greatest receiving core, but to that tight end of his. Was, oh, yeah, hey, Mark Andrews, hey, unbelievable. Hey, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. He throws mid-range darts with velocity. And, and I like his footwork. I think he's well-coached, well-taught. I like the way he, he throws from the pocket. Yeah. It, he is a pass-first quarterback. Yes, he is. And, and I think his... His deep range is underrated because I showed you a play a couple of weeks back where he let fly and, and he can throw it 60 in the air yeah. effortlessly. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not the prettiest pass. The, the, 
the, the motion is not the prettiest. It's not Brady-esque because he throws a very pretty pass and always has. It's been textbook. Yeah, Lamar's a little three-quarters. Okay. Brady's it's, more it's, over the top. It's more over the top. But, but Lamar's really, really works. And I think because it's not the prettiest throwing motion, a lot of people say, well, he can't really. No, he can really throw. You can't win an MVP in the sport that you played yeah. without being able to throw yeah. the football. Yeah, it's not an accident. Okay. I mean, you got to play great over the course of a season. All right. So the other now, now we get into the intangibles, and, and this is where you and I have parted on Lamar. I just have always had a strong, good feeling about him. I underrated him, I believe, at Louisville. I watched him lose to Deshaun one night when they, they lost to Clemson, and it came down to late throws, and Lamar could not convert on some late throws. Mm -hmm. But I believe that Brady sees in him what I see, not that I'm trying to compare myself to Tom Brady, but I'm just saying – I love his football character. I love his football backbone. I love his football intangibles. I, I, I'm saying gamer. I'm saying baller. I'm saying playmaker. I'm saying he's got a high clutch gene, not what Brady's done at the highest level, but, but I trust Lamar in the clutch. I trust him. Again, he unraveled against the Giants, but they're having a hard time right now because he's having a hard time with his contract. But my point is, this was back on February 1st, before all this year started. Yeah. And, and he's saying, you're next. Let me take a quick aside here. I, I don't love Brady's grammatical acumen here because... That is, it's, that okay, is, it's social media. Okay, it, it, maybe he's just doing the way it is on social media. But it, it's are. obviously you are. Uh, Brady did graduate from Michigan, which Man. is a fine school. But his, his his major was general studies. General studies. That sounds like a jock major to me. It sounds right? like eligibility major. I I'm think it is. Okay. <laughs> but obviously, the the grammatically correct would be the contraction. You are. You are. Your, 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 Although you could argue that he's saying the possessive your, as in, ladies and gentlemen, your next great player right. is New yeah. Era 8, which yes. is obviously his, his Lamar's. Okay. Yes, All right. So that, that aside, he is saying, you're next. He's saying, I bless you because I believe in everything you're doing. And what was the quote that night? He, he said he, he went up to him. It was right before. I think this picture got taken right before the game. You're doing some great stuff. Keep it up, man. Big fan. I think he is a big fan of, of everything this young man is made of. The, the way he does throw the football from the pocket, I, I just think he's a believer in Lamar. I think he's not the biggest believer in Patrick because Patrick is the antithesis of what Tom Brady is because Patrick's footwork in the pocket is horrendously bad. His throwing motions are horrendously dangerous, and they sometimes often – Come back to bite it. Yeah, but Skip, you're talking about the antithesis. Mm -hmm. Isn't Lamar Jackson, with his ability to run okay. his legs, diametrically opposed to what Tom Brady okay. is? Well, maybe he envies that part of his game. Maybe he, he thinks, gee, boy, I wish I'd had that kind of athletic ability. Brady does have athletic ability. He did get drafted fairly high to play baseball right. for the then Montreal. Look at my homeboy. Yeah. Showstop. Okay. okay, I got it. I, I got it. But – I believe if, if you could put Tom Brady on a lie detector right now, he'd say, he I don't love it. the way Patrick Mahomes plays quarterback. I don't love the way he's been allowed by Andy Reid to play quarterback because I tell you, it offends my sensibilities. Everything that I've been taught about how you play quarterback is out the window with Andy Reid because this is his pet project. This is his new toy that he went up in the draft to snatch 
and make a superstar. And he, the, the light is so green that it's red. That, that's Well, I think the thing is now, Skip, is that the more, the more times you can throw off-platform, yeah, everybody would like to have a clean pocket. And that's why it's, Brady struggled a little bit because when pressure comes, he's not able to throw off-platform. He's not able to change arm angles and get out of harm's way. So he'll just throw – maybe if he could tra- change arm angles, he could get a completion. But he would just rather dirt the, ball, uh, you know, dirt the ball and move on to the next play. Where these other quarterbacks, these new-age quarterbacks, the majority of them, not all, the majority of them, can throw off different platforms, Skip. You look at Mahomes, and you look at Rodgers, and you look at Burrow, and you look at Justin Herbert, and you look at Matthew Stafford. You look at some of these young guys coming up. Even we saw Justin no, Fields. I saw, I saw him a couple times. He <laughs> threw extemporaneously. If he, he throws the ball destroy. over, the guy's going to jump up. He's going to mm-hmm. bat it down. Yep. But now he comes back and changes arm angles, slots. He mm-hmm. gets a touchdown. Skip, I, I just think the thing is, is that when we look at Patrick, I, I just think, look, I'm not saying that Brady doesn't, Say, think Lamar Jackson is a very good player or a good quarterback or a great quarterback. But I just think the thing is the guy is kind of like, who do I look at? As I survey the landscape, who do I see with the greatest chance to catch me as far as yards, touchdowns, and things of that nature? I don't believe a quarterback is going to catch it with, with seven Super Bowl. I don't, I don't believe a guy's going to have 10 Super Bowl appearances with seven Super Bowl wins. I think he's safe in that, kind of like uh, 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 Mr. Russell is with those championships. I don't see a player, Skip. Get 11 championships. Now, it might, but I don't know if you and I are going to be around to witness it. I agree. But but with Patrick Mahomes, like I said, Patrick and what he's been able to do, Skip, let this sink in. You said Patrick Mahomes had an off year last year with 37 touchdowns and 4,800 yards. You know Lamar. I, I said it because every stat, every category was career low for Patrick Mahomes. So, so let, by his standards, he had an off year. In. Lamar Jackson. Was a unanimous MVP mm-hmm. with 36 touchdown passes yep. and 30 and, and a little over 3,000 yards. Patrick Mahomes had an off year with 37 touchdown passes and 4,800 yards. Okay. That just goes to show you but, the standard in which he set is the bar is so high that if he doesn't throw 5,050 touchdowns like he did his first year starting, it's a down year. Okay, but obviously Lamar can do way more damage with his legs than even Patrick can do with his. And I do give Patrick some credit. He's an underrated scrambler. Yeah. He, he he weighs, I don't know, he looks like he weighs 250 to me, but, <laughs> but he's somewhere in there. But once he gets in motion, he gets in motion. Yeah, we never saw that side of him, Skip, until the playoffs that year they went on that Super Bowl run. When he had those long runs, we didn't see Patrick Mahomes really never scramble like that. Yeah, he could get it, but to see see him take off and go 25, 30 yards for touchdowns and really get his team back into the ball game. Skip, like I said, I think Tom, that was a, if I'm not mistaken, that photo, that was Tom's last year in New England. It was. Because that was 2019. That's yep. when Lamar won mm-hmm. because Aaron Rodgers won the last 2021 MVPs. Yep. And so Lamar was on a historic run. Okay, and remember, New England comes into that game 8-0 with a red-hot defense, with a defense, and Lamar picked it to pieces. It wasn't height, but it was 17-23 for 163, but he ran for 61 more yards, which is right. significant. Right, but, but you and I talked about it. I said, Skip, I don't think that defense, and I've been saying, I said that defense is not that good. Okay, you mean, we're, I'm talking about 2019. I'm saying New, yeah. New England's defense were, wasn't that good. In 2019. Right. And even though that record, I say, I, 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 I ain't, I, I'm not buying this. Lamar, he's just different. We've never seen a guy that has his kind of legs and can throw the ball like he could. Randall could throw the ball, but he didn't have these legs. Michael Vicks could run, but he couldn't throw the ball like, like Lamar could. No. Nope. So we've never seen anybody... Even Steve, Steve could throw, but Steve's legs weren't like this. Mm. Steve Young, his legs weren't like this, Skip. I mean, this is. I mean, this, they, they were. They were really good. They were, they were really good. Yeah. But he, 
he to basically totally abandoned running and became a, a marksman of a thrower. Yeah. No, he did. He started out in the USFL, USFL he and then he was LA running Express. wild. Yeah. His first couple of years in San Francisco, Skip, when he would fill in for Joe, he would take off and get go 60, which was unheard of for a quarterback that looked like Steve Young. Highly capable. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be objective, so I'll throw the one final possibility. Okay. It's possible Tom would say, I got to be politically correct in this age that we live in, and I need to bless as a guy from a white privileged neighborhood in San Mateo, California, <laughs> I need to bless the best young black quarterback. Yeah. Maybe he just felt no. compelled to do it, but I don't think so. I I'm just going out. It's a possibility. No, no. I, Skip, a lot of times, like, where you get in trouble at, in social media, Skip, is that you don't really think. You, you, you say something, you, you know, you write something, and you send it out, you're like, damn. I didn't really think that through. I don't think talking yeah. just like Skip, just like just like when you grammatically, he said you should have been grammatically correct. That lets you know he didn't think this all the way. He's like, man, hey, L. Jack got next. Let me keep it. You're next. Okay, but it's also Tom, possible <laughs> Tom's social team. He seems like he's got a whole team. They say this is the best way to do it on social. It's it's why oh you're you're next. <laughs> it, it is. I, I don't know, Skip. I don't think they would let Tom. Now my social team would let me put it out because hey. <laughs> I'm grammatically incorrect a lot of the time, mm. but I don't think Tom team would have let him put that out. Mm. But whatever the case may be, we'll find out what tomorrow night, tomorrow Thursday night, Thursday night. We'll see. We'll mm. see what Tom. Now watch how he be going crazy out there. He throw a couple of touchdowns and be like all up in everybody's face. You watch it. Mm. To, to, because of Lamar, you mean? No, 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 because he's going to be feeling good. He gonna, oh, yeah, no, I agree with that. If you're next, I'm going to show you I haven't exited the building yet, so you're not okay, well, just, no, no, you're I, not just, I got it. once I leave, and, you can be next. And my final point is, you say he's probably more threatened by Patrick. I think he's threatened by nobody. That's just me, because nobody's ever going to touch seven. No, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying like passing yards oh, and touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, obviously, you can just see that coming because if, if Patrick's going to play his whole career for Andy Reid, I don't know how much longer Andy's going to coach, but if he coaches for as long as Patrick plays, Patrick's going to shatter all these records. I mean, how old is Andy? Andy's got to be like 60, I don't, I don't 63, 64. I've lost track. But so let's give him another 10 years. All right, give him 10 years. But, but the point is... It's going to be LeBron-esque. It's going to be longevity yeah. records, but his light is so green that it's – it's. Tom played for Bill Belichick for 20 years in New England where they were a very balanced football team. Yeah, but, Skip, they – and now, I mean, you look at Tom is throwing it 68% of the time. He probably threw it 55 60% of the time last year. Guys are evolving. They're throwing the ball more. So that's why I don't think the, the passing numbers – and they've added an extra game. Yeah, that, that's what you forget, Skip. They've added an extra game, and they throw it a lot more than when you started covering the league. That's true. <laughs> and even when you stopped covering the league yeah. as, a, as a columnist and you know day to day. And by the way, final point: I don't have a social media team like you do. I'm a one man show. I'm a one man show. You are not a one man show. You <laughs> okay. got all kinds I of. I have a two man show. Yeah, there you go. Now we got the truth. Lamar coming off six straight games, gentlemen, of 50-plus rushing yards. Watch out for his legs. Come time for that game. Tampa. All right. Speaking of Brady, Skip, who's got it worse right now, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? That's easy. Also, is there more to Russell Westbrook possibly not playing tonight? Yeah. Skip and no, Shannon no, diving no. on all of this <laughs> no, on the not. other side of this break. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. 
whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right, VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Russell Westbrook doubtful to play against the Denver Nuggets tonight because of a sore hamstring. Now, he attended practice yesterday but did not participate. He did travel to Denver with the 0-3 Lakers. Cannon, what's really going on here? <laughs> uh, I guess the injury flared back up somewhere between when he yeah. Skip, flared, flared up. Somewhere between when he injured it because he didn't start the game and didn't yep. know how to get loose. Yep. And now... Uh, Russ has played about averages about 29 minutes a game, and it seems kind of hard that guy that have a, a hamstring issue can play that many minutes, yeah. especially at the pace in which he plays the game. So it seems like this injury might have come up out of nowhere. Russ is averaging 10 points on 29% shooting, 8.3% from the three-point line. Mm -hmm. Russ has taken 11 wide-open threes. The NBA defines wide open as six or more feet between the shooter and the defender. Yep. He's made one. There's a reason why he was he's open. I don't know if he really noticed that. Uh, my thing is, Skip, and you know how I felt about this from the day it started getting mentioned and we had to end up starting talk, talk, start talking about it. Rush should not be a talked about topic or subject for the Lakers. Last year, we can't do anything about that. They should have moved on by now. And because they're not, it is the cloud that's hovering over this organization, that until something drastic happens, they send him home, they trade, whatever they just whatever the case may be, until that happens, sun is not coming out. I agree. My grandfather used to say, boy, sunshine follows rain. Well, it's raining because Russell is in the building. I'm not saying Russell is, is the one that's fault because everybody is shooting horrible. Everybody's taking ill-advised shots. But... He's the 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 fly in the ointment or the soup or whatever it is. Yep. That until it's resolved, I don't know if anything else can be resolved. All right. I hear you. Before I dive into this, I'm going to make a prediction. If in fact Russ is out tonight, and I think that's by his own mm -hmm. doing, by his own choice, 
I believe the Lakers will shock Denver. By the way, Denver hasn't been Denver just yet because they got blown out at Utah, and then they just the other night got blown out at Portland. So they're not invincible. They're two and two. This would be the classic case, the, the classic opportunity for a basketball team with a cloud over, to use your meteorological <laughs> uh, comparisons, this would be the classic case to say the cloud just lifted. I don't know if Russell will make the trip or not. I don't know if he'll sit in civvies on the bench or not. Well, it looked like he was making the trip because I saw a social media post where the, the Lakers, they had, you know, getting okay. ready to take off. Right. And it looked like he was on the trip. Okay. All right. That's not great. But, but the point is, if he does not see the light of play tonight in Denver, even as a six-point dog, I like their chances because I think it's an opportunity for LeBron and Anthony and everybody else to make a statement. We're just better off without him in our way because I think it's hardest for LeBron, number one, with the highest basketball IQ in the league, to rise above the lowest basketball IQ of a point guard in this league in Russell Westbrook. It's, it's hard to rise above the contagious bad that his shooting brings to the starting lineup because it's so awful and it's so ill-advised and the turnovers are so comically bad that I think it, it, it has a chilling effect in a bad way, as in cold. It, it just makes everybody feel cold because you're, you're trying to rise above that and when he took that, you don't talk about ill-advised, when he went two for one the other day. But, Skip, and then he tried to offer an explanation of why he did it. Well, I was always taught you go two for one. Not no, when you got the lead. Not when you got the lead. It's 27.5 seconds left, and he pulls up and takes a mid-range jump shot that Wes bricks. And you've got the lead. And, and you're, you're early in the clock, and you could just see LeBron and AD, you could see their body language like, what, what just happened? What are you doing? And then at the other end, LeBron loses a little heart, and he gets beat around the corner by Jeremy Grant, and then AD doesn't help, and all of a sudden he just sneaks in and snakes it in on the backside, and all of a sudden, wait a second, you're down? Yeah. Huh. Thing, Skip, this thing, let's just say Russ just holds the ball. He doesn't give it up, and he lets the shot clock expire. Yep. There's 3.5 seconds. They're not going to even be able to get a shot off. You'd have won the game by that one. That is correct. You had him. <laughs> you had him, and he let him off the hook. Okay, so then what happened with 12.4 seconds left? Too little, too late. Right. But with 12.4, way to go, Darvin Ham. He stepped up and said, you, come over here with me. And he put Austin Reeves in for Russell Westbrook. It's too little, too late. Yes. Because, okay. That's what I was going. Right. I'm going to go use your, your term. You say that's too little, too late. Okay, I, I got it. But at least he tried. But I know how Russ reacted. Wait, do you know who I am? Right. You're going to pull me while the game is still hanging in the balance? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm Russell Westbrook. Yeah. I, I have to be out here on the floor. Well, Darvin tried it. I'm going to reiterate. We're going back to the final preseason game, and just before it, we had a Woj bomb drop from ESPN that Russ is being demoted. Darvin Ham steps up and says, no, we are realigning him to the second unit. He's going to quarterback the second unit. And I'm like, hooray for Darvin. I'm, I'm standing ovation on that one. And that night, final preseason game, Russ does not start. Russ goes in mid-first quarter, and you know what happened. He lasted five minutes on the floor, five clock minutes, 
two missed threes, two turnovers, and all of a sudden I, I look up and he's walking up the tunnel and he looks like he's a little gimpy, but yeah. I, I can't really tell. And he's got a hamstring issue. And then he has the audacity to blame it on Darvin Ham by saying, I, I didn't even know how to warm up. I pulled my hamstring because I don't know how to do this because I've never come off the bench in my whole basketball life dating back to my, my little kid day. Right. So Darwin seemed to – he met with Russ, and then it, it felt like Darwin was apologizing publicly to Russ, saying, I would never put anybody in this organization in harm's way. And it came across like, sorry, Russ, I, I won't do that to you again. And I was shocked. We go to Golden State for opening night, and Russ is back in the starting lineup. lineup. And he played 31 starter minutes. And you know the rest of the story. He just kept on keeping on it. We had an 0 for 11. And then we had the 2 for 1 shot, quote, unquote. Mm -hmm. And yet, I was upset that Darvin put him back in the game. The moment they were up 8 with 442 left, that's when Russ went back into the game. Yeah. Okay, it's a bad idea because you, you can't let him close. Even if you let him start, you can't let him finish. And normally, Skip, you ride. I mean, we, we see it all the time. The second unit, they they do make a comeback or they play it really well, and the coach just ride it out. Yeah. He just oh, rides it out. Sure. Okay. So it, it's pretty clear to me Russ is pouting again because he's saying, okay, coach. And, again, you think he has that much respect for Darvin Ham? This is his first head coaching gig in the league, and it's for the Los Angeles Lakers. I think the thing is that Darvin Ham might be the first coach that holds him accountable. Scotty Brooks didn't hold him accountable. Heck no. Nobody's hold Dan Tony didn't hold him accountable. No. They let him do whatever he wanted to do. And now, and that's kind of like a child. You can give a child a thousand lollipops. It's the one time that you don't give it to him is that he or she's going to throw the tantrum. That and going to fall on the floor, and then I have to fall on the floor with you to get you to get up. And so that's what's happening with Russ. Someone is finally trying to hold him accountable. It's like, come on, bro, I've been, I've been doing my thing for 15 years. Okay. Why are you coming here now all of a sudden, I'm a top, I'm a top 75 player? All right. Who but are you? you what, what's your record? You weren't the, the player that I am. You ain't got no championships as a coach. So why should I listen to you? That is correct. That's what he's saying. He's looking down on a man yeah. who's six feet, seven inches tall and used to be an enforcer in this league. Yeah. A man's man. Uh, uh, a man who's his own man. Yes. But I don't think he held Russ accountable that first go-around. Right. He tried and he failed. And I, I told you that I wondered, did Jeannie intervene or did Palinka intervene from above saying we got to start him or we're going to destroy whatever credibility he has, whatever value he has on the hey, open Darwin, market? Hey, Darwin, change the number in the coach's office. Well, so when they call it to be here, to be here, the number you've called is no longer in service. Well, well I, I was told that that, obviously, that that absolutely did not happen. Okay, so fine. Darvin, I, I thought he crumbled a little bit to Russ the first go-round, but at least he did stand up to him, and after the two-for-one shot, he, he yanked him. Yeah. And Russ didn't like it, clearly. And all of a sudden, he looked fine while he was out on the floor, And unless he pulled it in practice yesterday. Shoot, shoot Yeah, whatever they did, <laughs> whatever I don't know what yeah, they yeah. did. But I, I don't know anything about any hamstring. Skip, pull. a lot of times, Skip, look, you don't have kids, but sometimes when you discipline your kids, you're like, damn, you feel bad. But you know, in the long term, this is what's best. It's called tough love. I know Darvin Ham, given Russ's credentials and what he's been able to do in this league, I know he's feeling bad. Like, damn, man, this man is 15 years in the league. He's accomplished this. He's been an all-star, all-NBA player. Yep. He's been an MVP. But you have to ask yourself, in the long term, is this what's best for the team? All because right. that's all that matters. All right, I agree. Which brings me to a classic quote yesterday from Anthony Davis. 
He said, I mean, it's crazy. People are forgetting who Russ is. No, 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 no. no we know exactly we who he is. We know who he was. Right. We don't know who he is. Right. Because, well, I mean, unfortunately, we do know. Yes. Never in my career have I seen a, a great player decline as fast or get exposed as right. quickly as he got exposed on the Lakers stage, a, a stage he has never been upon, a stage he dreamed of being on as a kid, as a Laker fan growing up in the L.A. area. Right. But th this guy's a disaster for this team. Right. And I think deep down, A.D. knows it. I think Darvin knows it. I know LeBron knows it. But they can't let go of the fact. Can't get you, a load do of remember, Do you remember what he was? Yeah. Ah. Oh. Was yes, he? Yes, have, yes. Have you ever seen a guard play any harder on the offensive end, especially <coughs> offensive rebounding? No. No. N nobody's ever attacked the glass the way Russ has. The problem, this is what. Russ is the most, let's go ahead and put it out there. Russ, it was the most athletic point guard we had ever seen. Ever. Agreed. But he was not fundamentally sound. He could not shoot the basketball from the mid-range. He could not shoot the ball from the three, but he could attack the rim. Okay, his athleticism starts to wane. So if your athleticism start to wane and you were never a mid-range shooter, you were never a deep shooter, and now you can't attack the rim, and when you get to the rim, you're only making less than 50% of your layups. Now where do we go, Skip? Where do we go from here? If you notice guys that are that, that doesn't have to have the athleticism, like see, a guy like Luka Doncic, he doesn't rely, he's not relying on his athleticism. So he's going to be able to play a long, an extended period of time because that's not what Tom Brady. A prime example. Yep, Just imagine if Tom Brady ran 4-4. Yep, and agree. all of a sudden, he can't run 4-4. But because he's fundamentally sound, he's not reliant on his legs. Russ is solely reliant on his athleticism, and that has waned. It has. And now he can't attack the rim like he once could. And once he gets to the rim, he can't finish like he once could. Mm -mm. So now what does he do? He should be sitting on the bench, if not being sent home. But it seems like Jeannie's saying, not over my dead body. Am I going to pay him $47 million to go <laughs> sit it on his couch? Exactly. Right? So if you're stuck with him, you, you have to have the guts to stand up to him and not play him. Right. And if he's not playing, he's going to pout. And you've said many times, oh, how are you going to deal with all the waves he's going to make? You, you just ignore him. Well, I don't know. Who cares? Know, I'm finally deciding might be coming around to you. Send him home. He'll get frustrated about being home and say, damn it, I'll take 90, 85% yeah, on the dollar maybe. and to get me up out of here. Yep. I want to go somewhere and play. And then we'll see how many teams jumps on, uh, on the rush train and says, okay, that's a guy that we need that can get us over the hump. <laughs> he can't get any. No, nobody thinks he can get you over the hump. Yeah, just, but as an expiring contract, especially if you could just buy it out. Well, if, if they send him home and he take pennies on the dollar, Skip, well, I, I ain't got to worry, but he won't have, I, mean, I can sign him for a one-year deal. Give him uh, what a league minimum or a, a, a bet minimum or a exemption? Yeah, exception. Yeah, exemption. I, I'm going to say it again. I'm not sure anybody's going to want him to play at all next year. I'm not sure about that. That's where it's come to. Well, I mean, all these players are saying that uh, we forgot who Russ was. We're, we're, that'll be the telltale. It will. It seems like the other thir the, a lot of these teams that must have forgotten. Also, they see him on a nightly basis. They know who he is. They get an opportunity to observe him up close. It seems like they forgot who Russ was. Yeah, that's a fact. Whew. Gentlemen, Fox Bet Sportsbook has this game at five and a half going the Lakers way. It'll be interesting to watch. All right, both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady guys coming off week seven losses, big surprising losses, to bring them both to three and four on the season. Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show this week, quote, 
guys who are making too many mistakes shouldn't be playing. You know, gotta start cutting some reps. <laughs> Meanwhile, the week after he was seen yelling at his offensive line, Brady and the Bucks put up only three, three points in that loss to the Panthers. Shannon, between Rodgers and Brady, hey, neither one's having a very good week right now. Which quarterback has the most legitimate excuse? Neither one of them have a legitimate. We're talking about a four-time MVP, a three-time MVP with seven Super Bowls on his belt, and we're trying to figure out, well, why aren't they playing particularly well? But if I had to choose one and I have to choose for this, for this discussion, I'm going to take Tom Brady because Tom Brady got everything that he wanted. He wanted the coach. He wanted a different coach. He got that. He wanted all these players back. Mike Evans is back. Chris Godwin is back. Everybody's back because after they won the Super Bowl, we want to run it back with the exact team. They got the exact team. He wanted a different head coach because he didn't like that. Bruce said, whatever. Bruce said was taking, uh, uh, taking a marker and, and marking out the plays that he and uh, um, Byron Leftwich had come up with, and he was intervening too much, whatever the case may be. Bruce Arians is not patrolling those sidelines because that's not what Tom Brady wanted. Aaron Rodgers really hadn't gotten anything. He got abandoned by Devontae Adams, who got tired of Aaron Rodgers retiring, unretiring, talking about retiring. And he says, you know what? I'm going to go and hang out with my homeboy. The money is comparable. There's no state taxes. And I don't have to deal with this flip-flopping. I'm retiring. I'm done. I'm this. I'm that. And so he was done with that. But, Skip, if you look at it, Aaron Rodgers has been sacked more five more times than Tom Brady. He's not publicly yelling at his offensive line. He just criticizes the receivers. I just believe go to Matt LaFleur. Go to the guys that says, okay, man, look here. Guys keep making that same mistake. I mean, how many times can they be short? Or how many times can they be long? How many times can they miss a blitz assignment before we keep trotting them out there on the field? We can't. Put somebody in there that knows the play. They might not be as experienced. They might not be as good. But at least they know what the hell to do and when to do it. I get all that. I just, that's how I believe, that's how I believe Aaron should handle it. But Tom, I mean, what are we talking about here, Skip? I mean, you got Mike Evans. Mike Evans has eight 1,000-yard seasons. Every year that Mike Evans has been in the NFL, he has a 1,000-yard receiving season. Chris Godwin has two of those on his resume. All of Rodgers' receivers combined only have two. Randall Cobb has one. Sammy Watkins has one. Rodgers is dealing with some young receivers. With young receivers, you're going to get mistakes. Everybody can't come in and be a Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase and just a Randy Moss and just light it up from the word go. Most of these guys have growing pains, and you have to work with them, and you have to be patient. And the one thing when you're a great player, you have very, very little patience. Brady has little patience for, for mistakes. Rodgers has less, uh, has a little tolerance for mistakes. But for me, there seems to be a clear disconnect between Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur because that oh, needs to be simplified. And it, now you're talking about, well, LaFleur said, I don't know what that means. But if I had to choose one, Skip, I'm going to say it's Tom Brady. Okay, but the, the question is, who has the more legit excuses? You would say Aaron Rodgers, yes, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Then Tom Brady yeah, does. Yeah, Tom, don't, Tom ain't got no excuses because he got everything he wanted. Okay. I'm going to start with this. Right now, in what's called pass block win rate, Tom Brady's offensive line ranks dead last in the NFL. That's a legit excuse. That's why they yanked Luke Gedeke, his rookie left guard, from the game. They put him back in and then yanked him again. He just can't hack it right now. I'm not saying he's a bust, but he can't get a hold of it as a rookie. Can I ask you this? You said Tampa Bay's offensive line is dead last mm -hmm. in pass block win win. Mm -hmm. Why in the hell are you throwing it 68% of the time? Why not run the football okay. more? You could be right about that. 
But the companion stat is the Buccaneers are dead last in the NFL in rushing the football. In running the football, they rank dead last. They're averaging 64 rush yards a game. Now, you can say, well, that's because you don't try right. enough. Right. You could be right about that. I saw him try the other day at Carolina on third and one and fourth and one. And playoff Lenny got zero and zero. They tried to ram him up the middle, and then they tried to toss it to him, and he went nowhere and nowhere. Can I ask you a question, Skip? What do you think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line do more in practice? You think they practice pass sets, or you think they practice firing off on the ball? I would think more firing off on the ball. That's, I think pass it. Do you? 68% of the time they're okay. throwing the ball. So that tells I mean, me that in, in practice, they're practicing Brady dropping back, throwing the ball. So now all of a sudden, 68% of the time. So the lion's share of your practices, Brady is throwing the football. Now when the rubber needs to meet the roll, you says, okay, drop your butt and move a man against his will. How? Why? I mean, for the most time, I've been catching a guy. Now you want me to just tee off and move the guy against his will. Okay. There's a brand-new center who had never played center in his life. He came in as a right tackle. He moved to right guard. And now Hainsey is the starting center. And he's not a great shotgun snapper because too often Brady's having to do this or that. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think as the – as the anchor of the offensive line, I don't think he's holding the point of attack on run block. So my point to you is I think you're losing both ways. I don't know if they're practicing more on the runs or not. I, I have no idea. But the point is I think those are two legitimate excuses for Brady. Quarterback's best friend is the run game. I think they just don't have one. That There's no electricity. There's no lightning. I saw a burst against Dallas on opening night, right. but Dallas is flawed in stopping the We're going to talk about that in a but few I minutes. Think, but I think opening night, Skip, I think they, 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 they said, you know what? This pass rush can get after us. They made a concerted effort to run the football. Look how many rush attempts they gave Leonard Fournette. But Bakhtiari, his knees bothered him. Elvin Jenkins, knees bothered him. Jake Hansen, center, bicep. So it's not like Rodgers is not without injuries along right. his He's offensive line. He's got injuries, but he has experienced injuries. Tom's got completely inexperienced left guard center. And I think they are suffering mightily for it. And that's why he was yelling, you guys are better than that. And he was F-bombing. He's trying to motivate. It's, it's what I told you. My mom always said, you can't get blood from a turnip. I'm not sure you can get blood from Gedeke or Hainsey. I'm not sure about that. Well, Aaron Rodgers says, I tell you what, trade me Donovan Smith and let me get Tristan Worth. And okay. I can work with the center guard and the right. center and the two guards. I don't know about Donovan Smith because I'm seeing him getting beaten too much. That elbow. You yeah, see, it you, could be. Well, you had it. Yeah, I did have it. Okay, and it happened on opening night at Dallas. Mm -hmm. And it might be that he's not quite right, and right. he might not be right because it lingered with you, right? Well, I think the thing, Skip, is that to do this all the time, and you're not as strong as you need to be. You need to be really strong in your lockout. And I saw that he got beat by Brian Burns. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's his right. Is it his right or his left? It's right, I think. And he, and he, he, he got, got it stuck underneath. And he got it. He got caught. He got uh, uh, Burns being on the inside move. And if I know you got, if that's why you know you try to hide injuries, Skip. You try to hide them because I'm gonna take advantage of. I see you got you weak inside. You got tape on your left, left ankle, right ankle, and not on your left. Hmm. You weak there. Okay, I got it. Tom Brady doesn't have an Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is really good. I've made the case that sometimes that Aaron is more valuable than the quarterback Aaron. Whatever happened to playoff Lenny? Okay, I don't know because he came alive, but then what happened through the whole offseason, Shannon Sharp was saying, 
wait a minute, you weigh 260 pounds? That's what they said. I okay. they said, I'm just going by what Rick Stroud article uh, said. That's what he said. Well, maybe he didn't ever quite get right. Maybe, maybe he's still carrying a little too much tonnage. Maybe he's already wearing down this early in the season because right. he doesn't look – he's not running with the same authority he ran with in the playoffs the last two years. And then Lazard. Lazard's pretty good. I'm not saying he's quite Mike Evans, but he's I think he's 6'5". Yeah, he's a big Okay? Player. So so you you have that. You lost Randall Cobb, but I think he can be back in a couple of weeks. And then you've got two kids who are pretty good because they can both run and they got size to them. Yeah, but they're rookie. They're young. Okay, okay. But, but Brady doesn't have any electricity at all. You said you got Chris Godwin back. He doesn't look right to me. He's coming off a complete ACL repair. He's lost his burst in the mid-range, all of his option route side to side. I don't see him separating. And obviously, there's no Edelman. There's no Amendola. There's no A.B. And now you look at tight end. There's no Gronk and there's no Cameron Brait. He's throwing to two kids, two rookie receivers. I, like I think okay? Otten has potential. Okay, he, he does have potential, but he's a kid. He's yeah. a rookie, and, and Tom's having to rely on him more and more. Tunyon is pretty great. Right. Against the Jets, I watched, and he had – he caught 10 balls for 90 yards. Well, Brady doesn't have a Tunyon. Right. And Aaron still has a Tunyon. And then I look at the defense, and I thought the defense was going to carry the Buccaneers. And right now, they're graded 23rd in pass rush by pro football focus. Oh, yeah. it, it ranks 23rd. Yeah. Green Bay's pass rush ranks 4th. It's pretty good. Right. They can get home. And, and it's – it's not helping Brady at all. And now they're starting to crumble as a run defense, which used to be their absolute signature calling card. Well, I think the thing was, Kip, if you look at a defense, the less snaps they play, the better they are. And because Tom has been going a lot of three and out, three and out, three and out, he's putting that defense that's not as good as it once was, he's putting them on the field too often, and they're staying there for too long because, as you see, teams are starting to run the football, so I'm keeping you out on the field longer. And so if I get a field goal, I get a touchdown – now, I kick the ball off. Tom's going three and out. He's yep. not converting those thirds down. And now that defense that's struggling is right back on the field. Tom is going to have to do a better job of keeping them off the I field agree. by well, converting some of those the thirds. Football. Or, or with a lot of dinks and dunks. Yeah, you, but you've got, but you got to throw in, stay in third and manageable. See, they get you third, eight, third, nine, and then you run that shallow cross. They tackle you at five yards. You still got fourth and three. Now you got to punt the ball. Okay, so... Brady is not turning the football over, no. but he's not no risk it, no biscuit. That, okay, there's not much of that going because he's got eight touchdowns, but only one interception, right. which is pretty good, which is why his QBR is is better. It's uh, 53 to Aaron's 41. So you got to give him credit. He's a little above average right. with, a, with a lot below average in his receiving core and no run game. But Skip, you've got, you've got the risks some interceptions by pushing the ball down the field. Skip, you just can't you just can't shore fish and expect to catch a marlin okay. or a tuna. But but if Tom were sitting here right now, he'd turn to Shannon Sharp and say, "Go deep to whom? To what? What? what help me out here." But you do realize to go deep, you're probably going to have to take some hits. Tom doesn't want to take hits on that 45 year old body. So this is the way they predicated their offense. Okay, but <laughs> last year and certainly the year before. He was going. To, he he had the the most air distance. He threw for the most yards in the air than anybody in football over the last two years because his offensive line was giving him the extra second to go deeper. You you could take a deeper drop and and wait a second for a Mike Evans to come open and he would get Scotty Miller occasionally deep open. Right. Now he doesn't get anybody. He, 
he's getting rid of the ball so quickly. You just said he just throws dirt balls because he says, I got nothing. Right. I, I see nobody. I speed read. Boom, boom, boom. Nobody had throw it in the ground. But, still, right? that, but that's, I mean, they didn't they didn't draft any speed. They they like they guys. That, they got little speed. quick guys that get up in a confined space. Yep. Mike Evans is not a, a speed merchant. He's not a speed Chris merchant. Chris Godwin is not a speed merchant. Russell Gage isn't. The, the only speed guy you got is Scotty Miller. Now, people know Scotty Miller has speed. They don't fall asleep at the wheel on him no, anymore. And, and he doesn't run routes at all. No, no, all he can no. do is go routes. Yeah, you go routes. And yeah. if you if he fools you, yeah. then that works. Right. But he hasn't been fooled because everybody just plays off him because they don't respect him underneath no, at all. No. And there's no run after catch to him. So so he's not scary for anybody. They just say, make sure, because remember what happened in the championship game yeah. at Green Bay near the end of the half and also happened at Raiders. Raiders. He, 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 he sneaked one on you, yep. right? Yep. Okay, so big picture, I think Tom Brady, his body language to me is getting worse and worse. And he's looking a little frazzled, a little gaunt. He's not shaven. Yeah. And it's, I believe you can say it's some off the field. I just think he's looking around saying, I, I came back for this? Yes, yes. Th- this? Yes, yes. Well, help me out here, guys. What do I have? Yeah, people are like, well, you know, I love competing. You love winning. Yeah. People love yeah, competing. Oh. Skip, what, what, what good is competing if I'm getting my tail tore up? That ain't no fun. No. Nope. I love I love being around the guys, but I love being around the guys after wins. Yeah. I love you know that's that's the part that you love. Yeah. And Tom isn't having any fun, Skip, because this is not what he thought. When right. he came back, Tom, if Tom Brady, if you told say Tom, you know at a, seven games in, you're gonna be three and four. Totally like, you know I'm Tom Brady, right? That is correct. And yet, I, I it's still sticking in his craw. I guarantee you that that opening throw is the second throw of the game to Mike Evans. Yeah. They had him. Again, can we see it real quick? Yeah. He has it. And, and Brady's, I don't think his arm talent is declining at all. He's got Mike Evans, and the DB just, EJ Henderson just fell down. You can see him fall. And he butterfingered it. And it's just what they are right now. They're butterfingers. They're, they're going through, they're in a slump. It, it's team-wide, and, and as Mike Evans said, I looked around and I saw the air go out of my whole football yeah, it's, team. It's, it's okay. tough when you, when you yeah. drop one All like right. that. That's who they are right now. So you're admitting they're not a good team right now. Guys, well, at this moment, we'll see on Thursday night. Both of these teams night. are projected underdogs going into this weekend's matchup, but it's especially ugly for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he is a double-digit underdog for the first time, first time in his time career, in his career. Yeah. according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Wow. Uh, all right, coming up. Are the Warrior Stars getting too old for the NBA? Maybe. Skip and Shannon discuss coming up next on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. 
with a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. Barkley says that Clay Thompson and Draymond Green are slipping, showing their age. This after the Warriors' 134 to 105 loss to the Suns last night. Barkley says when they won the finals last year, it was the younger guys who helped them win, like Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole. Hmm. Shannon, do you agree with Sir Charles here? I do. I said this last year of a skip about Clay. I said he's not the same player, and I'm not so sure he'll ever be the same player because he had made – Skip, those are not scopes that he had. No. He had an ACL injury in the, in, in the 2019 finals, and in the summer while he was rehabbing, he tore his, he tore his Achilles. Mm-hmm. So it robbed him of his lateral quickness. Trey used to could lock down a point guard, a two guard, and maybe even a three, a small three. That's what he could do. Now, he still can get ultra hot, but he's not the same player. You look at Draymond. Draymond numbers were down across the board during that playoff run last year. Draymond looks like a guy that got a lot of stuff on his mind right now. Yeah. I understand he had 14 points last night. He did a great job of looking for his offense. He wasn't always looking to pass the ball, but he's looking to take the ball to the rim. I thought he played well last night, but they're not the same, Skip. From 2014 to 2022. Draymond Green has played an extra 4,628 minutes. Clay, an extra 4,610 minutes. Steph, How do you mean? In the playoffs. Yeah, okay, I got it. Because, Skip, if you think about it, it aged the Boston Celtics. You keep going to finals every uh-huh. single year. You ask the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. They got a lot older a lot sooner than what they would have. Magic, going to nine finals in 12 years. And I talked to him. He said, yes, yeah, and it took some years off us. Yeah. Because you're playing longer than everybody else, and you're starting back. This, and, and guess what? You get a month off, and you got to start back training again. Mm. That's robbing your body. That's why you got to appreciate what GOAT. Mm. That's why you got to appreciate what GOAT. Mm. GOAT with the nine other things in 10 years. I, I do appreciate You got to appreciate that. I, I give you that. I give you. And we wonder why, man, man, look at LeBron. He never used to get injuries. Do you realize the man with the nine NBA finals in a 10-year span? He's playing longer than everybody else. And he's not playing no 30 minutes, Skip. He's playing 38, 39, 40 minutes a night. He is Iron Man. So I he's, agree. he's a playing the equivalent of three, four NBA seasons mm, more. Yep. But, yes, Skip, I, I see that. And, 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 and Charles is absolutely right. You look at the contributions that Andrew Wiggins gave him last year, Skip, in that playoff run. Mm-hmm. You look at Jordan Poole, the contributions. Yeah. Those guys are going to have to carry a lion's share of the, la- the load again this year. Mm. Um, I'm not so sure. Now, Clay still can get hot. Don't sleep on him. because But, Skip, he can't give you those performances like he once could. You know, game, what was it, game five, game six, Clay? He can have moments. But Clay was, uh, I don't know if he'll ever be that 22, 23 point a game against score and lock it down defensively because he was the best two-way guard. He was. He was. As far as guard now, you know, Kawhi and PG, they can lock it down. But Clay. Hey, who you need me to guard? He was guarding in the finals. He was guarding a lot of times. He was dealing with LeBron. Yep. And still having to make big clutch shots. So for me, Skip, yeah, they're they're a different team now. Dre, uh, 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 there's a reason why they gave uh, uh, Andrew Wiggins. There's a reason why they uh, uh, extended a uh, 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 pool. Yep. Because they're going to rely on these guys heavily, and they and they need to. So Wiseman's coming along, um, but right now, Skip, yeah, they're they're a different team. I'm not going to count them out. I'm not going to, I would, I'd be foolish to do that, but they're a different team. These guys are getting older. Mm. 
You did, I remind you, pick the Golden State Warriors to win the West. Are you already wavering no, on that no, pick? No, no, no. Because I still believe, like, Jordan Poole, if they, look, Skip, I mean, you know, you got a little hangover right now. You know, we the champ. And, you know, Clay got upset last night because he and Booker. Because guess why? Booker was busting him up. He was busting him up. Busting him up. And was D'ing him up. Mm-hmm. And so now Clay had to resort. Clay had to re- I got D's. Nah, no, no, uh. You got those, and I can't take those away. Skip, it's just like anything. You look at the animal kingdom, when the old, old lions, when they get, when they get, oh, what the young ones do, Skip? Mm. They attack them. <laughs> their books say, oh, no, bro. Oh, no. I'm the new two in town now, bro. It's my he show. He did. <laughs> it, it was a watershed moment for two guards. And yet, th- I think they really love and respect each other off yeah. the floor, but they really got into it. Well, Book has said, you know, when I came in, I, I spoke glowingly about Clay. Yeah. He's one of my favorite players he, because he, we play the same position. That is correct. And, you know, I've tried to do it. But Devin Book is like, hey, it's my turn now. We saw Kobe do that to Mike. When he got his chance to get Mike skin when Mike was in Washington, he, he got dropped him. 50, he dropped a double nickel on his dome. He, he got him good. Okay. I hear you. <laughs> I don't often agree with Charles Barkley, but I thought he nailed this one, and I appreciated his candor and his guts to go out onto a limb because Clay and Draymond are not going to love this, right. and Draymond is sort of his quasi-teammate yeah. at TNT, right? right? Right. Way to go, Charles. And then he made the insightful point that you just made and reiterated. He said, I, I think you saw tonight, he's like, this young guy is kicking my ass. That's what Clay was saying. <laughs> and, and Clay lost it for a moment. And by the way, Clay doesn't look, he, he doesn't look that fit to me. Right. I think he's having a hard time staying fit because his body's not, what did you say about your body? At the end, it just betrays you. Yeah. It, just, it fails you. It, it, gets, it gets harder and harder as you get yeah. older, Skip, to work out with the intensity to keep yes. that weight down. Yes. So... For the first time in Clay Thompson's career, he got tossed. And I was shocked when I saw it because I love Clay Thompson. I love what he's made of, and I love his class, and I love his character. He, he's not prone to getting technical no. fouls. And he got bang, bang, and he was gone. And it almost felt like, in a sad way, he was okay with that because I think he knew yeah, what was happening. You ain't finna score no more points on me. No. Somebody else finna, finna get these, these jumpers. That is true. And, and by the way, I was pretty shocked. Listen, Phoenix had fire in his eyes last yeah. night. And as I think it was uh, Steph said after the game, everybody's looking different. You know, you, you, you come in with a big target on your back yeah. now, and Phoenix said – you know, we're, we're going to get even with you here. He said, uh, is, here's Steph's quote. We, we've got to remember as defending champs, there's a different glow when you walk in. Well, there is. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've been there. You've done that. Yeah. You know how that feels. You're, everybody, you, 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 you're everybody's measuring sticks. Yep. Oh, the Denver Broncos coming to town. Yep. Bro, y'all the Jazz, though. But you're the Super Bowl champs. You're the NBA champs. So they look at you different. A lot of times, you, you might not go but one, two games a year, but you're going to go see the champs come to town. That is correct. And a lot of people have discounted Phoenix because of all it went through off the court and then the Aiton situation. And the game and seven in which they got they the got breaks beat off. And CP3's getting a little older and a little older yes. and maybe a lot older. Yes. And all of a sudden, Phoenix just rose up last night. Do you realize Phoenix won the second half? Again, it was at Phoenix, 62-39. to 39. Yep. They blew the defending champs off the floor. And they loved it, man. It, you, you could just see in their body language. It, it's not like they were celebrating like they won at all. But, but they knew they had done something significant because it made them feel like we're okay now. We are back. We're still the Phoenix Suns. And yet, Draymond, 
I, I told you when the Jordan Poole incident transpired, he, to me, he's more trouble than he's worth. To me, they're reaching back into the past. It's not exactly Russell Westbrook that they're reaching for. Right. But he, even though he had a decent game, yeah. like he made seven, seven out of ten shots and had eight rebounds and five assists. So it's 14, eight, and five. But okay. he had five turnovers. I, I'll get, he had five turnovers. I still think he's in decline. You could see it in the finals last year. He can still instigate. He can still d- d- distract. You know, he can still right. get under skin and do all those little things, those Rodman-esque things that he does. But I, I think they still value him as a leader, but a lot of that leadership got wrecked by one punch that got thrown. Skip, this is something I can speak to. As, as I got older, I was still Shannon Sharp, but I couldn't sum it up like I once could all the time. Yep. I could give you a game. I can go get you 120, 130. Mm-hmm. But I needed three or four more games to go by before I could do it again. Yep. Where when I was in my 20s, I could give it to you back to back to back just how you wanted it. Sure. As you get older, it gets harder and harder for you to sum it up every single night. Mm. And that's what you're seeing. Now, injuries have a lot to do with Clay. And like you said, maybe he's not in the, the peak physical conditioning that mm-hmm. he needs to be. Draymond, I'm looking at Draymond. Draymond looks like he still got stuff on his mind. Like, damn, these people look at me. They know I did something dirty. I got some stuff going on because he mentioned he had some stuff going on he off did. the court that he needs to get resolved. Yep. And again, like you said, he wants a contract also. He does. So there's a lot of things at play here. This is a different ball club each year. Just because you won it last year, they're automatically qualified that you're going to win it this year. But they're going to need Andrew Wiggins. Can Andrew Wiggins replicate what he did last year? Yep. Can Jordan Poole, if that was just... I need to get this contract, let me go ball out, get this contract, and then rest of my laws, mm-hmm. or does he continuously get better? Does Andrew Wiggins continuously get better? Yeah. It took him eight years to get to this point. Is he satisfied? Okay, so you first guessed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the championship and saying, let's run it back. Everybody's coming back, and they all came back. And it wasn't quite the same mm-hmm. last year, and it's definitely no. not the same this year. No. Are the Golden State Warriors in danger of becoming – last year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe, except the difference is in the pipeline are Kaminga and Wiseman and obviously Moody. Jordan Poole and, and Moody. And, and they're, the, the, on the way up are the next generation of Golden State Warriors. Right. And Steph is still in his prime. Steph, yes. Okay. Yes. So a, as you lose Draymond and Clay, are you going to lose too much championship medal? Right. You, you know what I mean? Like they, they just been there they done that they, they know how to do this well moody and kaminga and wiseman are going to have to prove that they can do it yeah to believe that well they're in this situation and they, they're going to be able to do it no you got you got to show people you can do it clay had to show you he could do it draymond had to yeah. show you Stephen them had to show you kaban looney is kaban looney he's going to be solid you he know will. what he's going to get great screens he's going to play defense he's going to rebound for you yeah he's not going to give you much on the offensive end but he's going to do all the other things these young guys are going to have to Andrew Wiggins is going to have to show last year the all-star. The, uh, I mean, he probably would have been finals MVP had uh, Clay not won it. No, He's Steph, gonna ha- yeah. uh, excuse me, had Steph not mm-hmm. won it. Yeah. He's going to have to show, Skip, that wasn't an isolated incident. That wasn't an isolated thunderstorm. That it's about to rain like this for the next two to three years. Yeah, I think he will rain okay. on people's parades. But, I, again, I'm not seeing... Draymond, he's he's still the focal point of this team. It's, yeah. It revolves around right. his moods and and j- just his overall confidence. He's so self conscious now. I I don't know. I don't love him as much as you do. But, and, and plus, DeAndre Ayton realized. Hold on, I'm seven foot. You're six six. You playing behind me? 
Why am I shooting far away jumper? Hey, let me get a little closer down on the block. Yep. Hey, book, CP, give it to me right here. Now he just turns right, shoots right over the top of Dr Draymond. Like it was nothing. Plus, he had 14 rebounds. For yeah. once in his life, he got cranked on the boards. Well, Skip, I mean, he should. Yeah, he should. He should have 14 rebounds. He should have average double-digit rebounds every game. You're seven yeah. foot tall. Mm -hmm. But as you said, doesn't want to be there. True. Mm. Well, y'all didn't want me here because y'all wanted it's me. Y'all really gave me my money. Start Correct. to the season for the Warriors, guys. <laughs> they are two and two, sitting at 510th in the West. Next up for them, the Miami Heat. All right, Skip. Did the Cowboys make a season-altering trade? Yep. I got to get your input what? on this one. Yep. We're going to give you all the details Ooh. when we come back. Eleven from heaven. We go in the church. Ooh. We gonna have confession. My own Micah. Eleven from heaven. Eleven from the cowboy. Learn a hard lesson. Terminator. A Terminator. The one man. Cold-blooded force of nature. Terminator. A Terminator. Everybody knows your quarterback is in danger. This is an LT. Quickness off the line. I look at the screen, I'm looking for 11. He's better than LT. 11 from heaven. My own oh, Micah, 11 from heaven. Special, phenomenal, cerebral, Matt. My own oh, Micah, 11 from heaven. Unstoppable. He has changed the way my cowboys play. He has with my team back on the stage. He has that rare knack. I want the quarterback. He's quick. He's fast. That's just a simple fact. Sacks and tackles. That's something that I want. He's getting to the football. Like it or not. All in favor, raise your hands. My own Micah, 11 from heaven. We go in the church. So, Shannon, you first. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited should Cowboys fans be about this move? Right here, Skip. And that don't mean you're number one or one. Well, I think you mean we are number one. <laughs> no, you I think we were before we got Jonathan Hankins. <laughs> Skip, last season he was the 107th ranked. He was 87th in run defense. Interior. This season he's 100th overall in interior defenders. 79th against the run. Now, your defense is 20th against the runs, and this is what you got coming up. You got the Bears at one, rush deep offense. Giants, number two, rush deep offense. Eagles, number six, rush offense. And the Jags, number nine, rush offense. Mm -hmm. Plus, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, and Jonathan Taylor. So you've got some, some heavy hitters as far as run offenses coming along your way. Mm -hmm. I just, hold on, I'm trying to see. Y'all get Aaron Donald? Maybe y'all got Chris Jones or Jeffrey Simmons from Titans. Mm. What about Quentin Williams? Cameron Hayward, Steelers? Mm. What about Christian Wilkins? So you mean to tell me you got a guy, a, 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 a below average, but beyond, not even middle of the pack, mm. 
And you like you getting excited about that? Mm. As Jen said, you ask him, Deb, all you got is an extra D lineman in your room. That's mm. all you got. You ain't got a difference maker. Mm. You ain't got no difference maker, Skip. Stop it. Mm. So, uh, does he move the needle? Uh, what needle? Mm. No. 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 And you well, do zero. Go to zero. You just made a case he's a zero. I gave you a one. I got to just say a scale of one, oh, one well, to well, ten. Then, then he helps a little bit, right? Well, okay, I can go to zero. Yeah, you can okay, go I'll go to zero, zero. I thought you were making the zero case. <laughs> I am head. going all the way up to an eight on this little Skip. maneuver. This is a big little Skip, he's move. a guy. You make it seem like you got Charles Haley. I will give you this. Until yesterday afternoon, I'm sure 99% of Cowboy Nation had never heard of Jonathan Hankins. Hell, the nation. Okay, the nation. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> I, I knew him because... He came out a year early from the Ohio State. Yeah. He was projected that year, and I'm a draft Nick, but, but he was projected. Some, some had him up in the top ten. I don't know why he fell, but he fell to early in the second round and went first to the Giants. That was the first team that drafted him. Mm -hmm. He was first team All-American at the Ohio State. Okay. He was the classic nose tackle because he had some weight issues, and I still think he weighs now around 350, but I'll take the up weight on this one because you need an anchor. That's <laughs> what we don't have. Everybody's too light in the back pocket in our defensive rotation. Because of it, in that defensive front, what do you try to do? You try to attack the quarterback. You, hold up, you tackle the run on the way to the quarterback. Okay, that is correct. <laughs> I need somebody who can literally, to use the old cliche, hold that line. <laughs> hold that line, Jonathan Hankins, and I believe as he's turned 30 years of age. He's a veteran run stuffer. He's classic. Is he going to sack the – no, we don't need anybody to sack the quarterback. We got lots of people, starting with my O, Micah, 11 from heaven, who can sack the quarterback. We need somebody who says no. We need, I'm not saying he's Aaron Donald. But Aaron Donald can sack the quarterback from the interior. Yeah. He's got some Reggie White going on. But we need somebody – who is the immovable object in the middle of our defensive front? I, we need a Vita Vea. Can I ask you a question? We need a Sue. Uh, the Raiders have have uh, dreams and of making the playoffs. Mm -hmm. If this guy was that, you think somebody would have traded him? Maybe they just didn't. Maybe they got a surplus there. I don't know their interior. Have you seen the, Ra the, the, the Raiders? No, I don't know who they are. Okay, I, I got it. This was a glaring need for us because. I'm going to remind you that my guy, Neville Gallimore from the University of Oklahoma. You love him. I, I did love him, but he's gone the way of my Sooners who can't stop anybody running the football. And he was a healthy scratch on Sunday. He did not suit up on Sunday because he's way light in the back pocket. He, he can slither as Russell Maryland used to do for my Dallas Cowboys as an underside interior defensive <laughs> lineman. But Neville Gallimore can't stop the run. So they, they like Quentin Bohanna a, a little bit. But this guy's going to be in the rotation on rundowns. He's going to be front and center. I, I don't care if you never hear his name called because you, you might not. He just holds that line. And I think it's a big little move. It's, it's classic Jerry because he rarely makes – trade deadline splashes. The last one he made, which was a big one, was Amari Cooper right. from same Raiders, yeah, right? Yeah. He, he liked dealing business with the Raiders. I, I guess he does. <laughs> well, he's, he loved the father. Yeah, he he must love son like father. Yeah. So he, they must have a nice rapport on the phone. Hey, I need, okay, I got it. Right. 
but he gave a first rounder for Amari, and for a little while in 2018, it really worked. It paid off for you. It did. It paid off for Dak because it got him paid. I hope we shot Amari a couple of dollars. Huh? I, yeah, so, I hope, I hope Dak, did. Dak gave Amari a couple okay. of dollars. But but this is, I'm, I'm not predicting they're going to go win the Super Bowl, but it's a Super Bowl kind of move because it's one of those under radar moves where you look at it in the end and you say. That was exactly what that defense needed. If you look at the move that's made, what move is over the radar? You look at your Cowboys. What did they do? They In the offseason, they went and got Deion Sanders. In one season, they went and got Charles Haley. Mm-hmm. The Rams, what did they do? They went and got Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Those are the moves that put you over. Not no little move like this. This ain't nothing. This ain't it. This is, not, this is a pebble in the Pacific. Mm. It don't even make a ripple. Mm. I think a boulder just hit the Pacific Ocean. You I, I heard it splash last night. You it came stop. all the way down off the Malibu Cliffs and it splashed. Well, if you got a Aaron, three hundred and fifty pound boulder, guess what? Hit the ocean. I'm gonna pass the ball. I see him run on the field. I'm throwing the ball. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, good. I dare you. As soon as his butt go off the field, I'm running it. Yeah. I got this guy named Diggs, and I got a three-headed monster at safety. Go ahead and throw the football. We'll That's throw fine with me. Yeah. You might be throwing it to Mikey. He might be zone blitzing. He <laughs> might be dropping right back into your passing well, lane. Well, we know you know, y'all like the britches, so huh. we're just going to run the ball down your throat. Okay. Well, run it. Not anymore. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. We're more. heavy in the britches <laughs> right now. <laughs> you we, got we, one guy. We, we had to go out and get some bigger britches because we didn't even have them in our locker you, you room. Got, you got one we guy. We didn't have this size. No, you don't. We had to have them specially made. Well, you're only going to give you like 10 snaps a game. You're yeah. going to be out of breath. That's not true. Ten snaps. That's no, all he got for you. Just what the doctor ordered. No. Thank no. you, Jerry I, Jones. I thought you. I thought they was like, oh, Cowboys make a splash at, at a defensive lineman. I was like, the Rams done up them traded Aaron Donald. Yeah. Well, no. he, we know he's a little overrated. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, I, I just did. Don't do that. Don't do yeah, that. He's got one sack against my Dallas Cowboys. No, in his he, whole got two. Career. he got well, two. He got one. He got the other day. But going into that game, he had one in five games. Well, maybe y'all trade That's for Quinn. That's dominating. Y'all get Quinny Williams. Yeah. Anybody ever do a video on Aaron Donald? My O oh, Aaron My? No, nobody ever did that. Right? They should. Huh? Nine nine is where it's at. Micah Parsons is going to long term be better and more impactful than. Aaron Donald. Long term, he will have the better career than Aaron Donald. The fact, the fact of the matter that you said that out loud. Mm-hmm. I said it. Yeah. Well, you just saw the video. I was saying it there. There are some people in some white suits waiting on you with a jacket. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. They, they maybe they want to escort me to the Hall of Fame, <laughs> right? No, they, they, they want to ask you a few questions. <laughs> Do they? Yes. Well, my wife probably sent them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. did. She yeah. did. Okay. But no, Skip, I, I don't think it's going to have the... He's he's a guy. And so maybe that's what you need. Maybe you just need a guy. But normally when you make moves like this, you go get somebody, you swing for the fences. Shannon Sharp, who is in the Hall of Fame, said yesterday, this defense is good enough to carry this football team at least to the championship game, if not to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but And so we just added, we just plugged, literally plugged the hole in the middle of our defense with just a guy, a no-name guy, Who's just what the doctor ordered? Well, if you'd use if you'd use some duct tape, electric tape, I might have. But you use Scotch okay. tape. No, we did not use Scotch tape. Plus, right through it. Okay, we're ranked twentieth in stopping the run. Correct. Here comes Justin Fields and company after laying two thirty four on the ground on Belichick at Foxborough on Monday Night Football. No, I thought it was two thirty four. Wasn't it? Was it two forty three? I think it was two forty three. Okay, 243. well, but don't worry about it. That's even worse. No, but guess what? Okay. Skip. You, I can see if you added a guy in the top 10 or the top 20 as far as rush defend, defenders. He's 87th. Last year, he's 79th this year. He was 
unused, underutilized. Why do you think that was? I don't know. They're the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. How why do you, you think explain that, what the Raiders Why do you think do? that was? I don't know. Maybe... People are not underutilized. Maybe your United. trash is our treasure, right? Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going I'm to be, I'm gonna pay, be paying close attention to him. Way to go, Sunday. Jerry. Well, we, we couldn't have gotten any worse because you said we had a Super Bowl defense yesterday, so I guess even if he's just a guy, we're still a Super Bowl defense. Well, I, no, I don't... But that has a lot to do with there are no really, like... Oh my God! This team here is just so loaded offensively; they just can't be stopped. Okay, good. I'll take that. We'll see. The pathway is wide open. It's, it's a not, freeway. It's, it's the 405 to the Super Bowl. It's not like you got the 07 Patriots offense either. Hmm. Well, that's what everybody told me we were supposed to when Dak came no, back. No, but stop it! Anybody tell you that? Nobody tell you that. In fact, I'm, I'm surprised Brady didn't post. Dak's got next. Oh my goodness. You know, you, you know he ain't got next. Huh? He's the next qu- Cowboys quarterback. That's it. I just hope he's better than Cooper Rush. What do you mean you're better than Cooper Rush? You I know don't know. Cowboys, you're getting this in, guys. About that. No, you're not doubtful As we're about counting that. down to that NFL trade deadline. It's Tuesday, November 1st. It's hard to believe how fast the season's flying yep. by. And so is Undisputed this morning. Up next, Skip and Shannon explain why did LeBron tweet out for Jordan Poole last night well, during well, the Warriors game? I, I need some You're going to want to hear what you they have to say no right around the corner. LeBron James tweeting out Jordan Poole so cold last night during the Warriors game against the Suns. Poole got off to a hot start at one point, scored nine straight for the Warriors before indeed cooling down. He finished the night with 17. Shannon, do you like or have a problem with what LeBron tweeted out? I have no problem whatsoever. I like when athletes acknowledge other athletes doing something spectacular. Um, Jordan Poole will never be considered as great as LeBron or Steph for that matter, but that was an unbelievable play. Hell, I went back and rewinded about five or six times to make sure he didn't double dribble. And it was a clean play. It was an and one move. And that's what we're seeing. More of these guys are influenced by and one with the way they handle the ball. And all of a sudden, you know, he's about to cross over. And then all of a sudden, he goes back the other way and spin the ball down and the ball comes back to him. So I don't have a problem with his skip. It's just LeBron James as a fan. He is a true fan of the sport. And when he sees something, and that's what I love about LeBron. Because a lot of guys, like, you see things great and you want... Don't say anything. Um, I see Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, you know, spoke so glowingly about Ja and about uh, 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 Zion. I like I like when other athletes compliment, say it publicly. Yeah, that was sweet. That was a sweet move, bro. I like that. I like that. I got no problem with that whatsoever. We just talked about another guy earlier. He mm. had a big old thing up on his social media page mm. about you're next. Mm. You're next. Even though it was grammatically incorrect. He said, mm-hmm. you're next. Yep. Got a problem with that? Mm. Oh, okay. Well, he's the unquestioned <laughs> We're not going to do that. Mm. We're not going to do that. So here we go again with your man, LeBron James. He wants to still be the face of the league, the big brother to all the he young wants players. To be. He is. He is the face of the league. I will give you that. And, and yet, in the end, the real GOAT, the true GOAT, the one who played in Chicago through 1998, if there had been social media in his era, there is no way he's complimenting younger players on social media. There, there's just no way, not going to Skip, do it. There's no way to definitively say that because there's no way for us to know. There, there are times that he has responded and you say, oh, he wouldn't respond, and he responded. So to say that 
if social media had existed, he wouldn't have done it because you have to look at these guys grew up in social media and they're not afraid to acknowledge that somebody, Skip, you're not the, just because you're a great player, you're not the only one that can have a great play. That was an unbelievable move that he did on Damian Lee. It was. Why not acknowledge it? Were we supposed to not, like, it didn't happen? Or not give him credit because he's not Steph or he's not another great player? When it comes to LeBron, I believe it's back to the old mafia motto of keep your friends close and your enemies closer. He knows he's going to have to deal with him, and he wants is that why young you're... Jordan to look up to him and, and almost be beholden to him. Is like, that, oh, is, he is blessed that, me. Is that why Jordan took mm -hmm. guys out golfing? Is mm -hmm. that why he took guys out to eat? He, he took them to the cleaners. Is but but I'm just them. saying, is that what he wanted to do? Yeah. He wasn't taking them to the cleaners. I mean, he took them out golfing. Guys would yeah, come to town. It wasn't for fun. It was for blood. But the fact Trust of, me, but blood. The, but for the fact of the matter is, Skip, you're still fraternizing. Mm -hmm. You're still acknowledging that, that's hey, I'm cold, cool enough with you. Let's go golf. He did that. He took Danny Ainge out to, to play golf during the playoffs. Yeah. And they played for serious bucks because did, it was a death match. Did, they, did, did he ever tip hit guys up and take them out to eat, smoke cigars? Did he do any of that? Barkley, because it was like he, to him, Barkley was his court jester. Okay. Right? So he did that. Okay. So he did that, but he didn't bless anybody. He, he didn't have a good word to say about anybody because he was competing against them. This is a new era of players, and, and I thought LeBron could be different. And if you try to, to crown him the GOAT, then the, you're not taking into account the way the true GOAT dealt with the league. He, he just said he, he didn't care if anybody loved him. LeBron cares and wants everybody to love him. Oh, clearly did, because that's why he held that grudge against Isaiah when they froze mm -hmm. him out in the All-Star game. Yep. If he didn't care, he wouldn't have held that grudge or still carried that grudge to this day. So, in other words, he did care. Well, he's cared about how he got treated why? by Isaiah. Why you care how somebody treats you? You just told me he shouldn't care. LeBron shouldn't care if he's like or dislike. Yet you turn around in the same breath. When, that, when they froze his butt at his first All-Star game, he used that against Isaiah to keep him off the dream team. Okay, but but that's getting even with somebody. That uh, again, why he care? Do, do you really why think you Michael cared what anybody thought? Why about you got to get even with little Isaiah? Yeah. Isaiah ain't but six foot one. Mm. Why are you trying to get even with that man? You got you at that time. You had three rings because he did you wrong. I'm gonna show you. I'll keep you. <laughs> all, it, it's revenge. And, yeah. and again, that's who he is. That's how he was built. We have seen Tom acknowledge other great players. Say that was a great throw. That was a great this. We okay, see. Re remember he. He blessed Lamar because Tom had just retired. He thought it was over. And I think for a couple of weeks, he thought, I've done this. I'm not going to play anymore. Yeah. Tom Brady has mentioned other great players, a great play or great throw or great catch on his page. He's done that. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So Denzel shouldn't give anybody any credit for a worthy performance. It's different. They're not competing against each other head-to-head. -head. They're not playing games against each other. Skip, I mean, if they, in the best actor category, best uh, best actress or best actor category, yeah, yes, we are competing. You can't control that. That's political. You, you know can't it, control, not know you it. Can, he, Jordan, uh, LeBron can't control that move that Jordan pulled in. Is he going to have to play him this year? So? Yeah. So? He is. Well, I, that's... That's, that's a today's players, Skip, right? That's a great move. Was it not a great move? Mm, yeah, it was a great move. Okay, then. So why should you acknowledge it? I, I don't think Shannon Sharp would have acknowledged I it. I would have. No. I would have. I, I, I ain't got no problem. I got no skill. I came out here in 2016 and said Gronk was the GOAT. I ain't got no problem giving okay, people but credit. he's been retired for however many years. Yeah, but been. the guy, if the guy, now, 
when I played, I didn't think Antonio was better than me. But if a guy made a good play, I mean, there was no social media. But if a guy, if a, if a guy made a good play, I'm gonna acknowledge it. If Ben Coates made a great catch, I'm gonna acknowledge it. Mm. When I first read this tweet, I thought for a second LeBron was referring to himself because you don't talk about cold as in literally cold. LeBron's like as cold as you can get. Do you realize he now ranks 149th in this league in three-point shooting? He's 25.9% from three. Is that good? Ah, I couldn't tell. Watch he catch fire. Mm. Watch he catch fire. Is he going to catch fire? Catch fire, yeah. Really? Huh? Yep. I don't know. He's going to be coming through that thing like Cat Miss Everything when she was on that chariot. Really? And yeah, you going to catch fire like that. And then what you going to say? Really? Then what you going to say? Well, she she was the GOAT. Yeah. Yeah. He the GOAT. Yeah. He about to, he about to catch Kareem. Yeah, well, that's all he's got is longevity records. No, 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 don't yeah. do that. Skip. He just played more games no, than Jordan did. No, I, okay, okay I give you that. Is it his fault that Jordan couldn't take care of himself and last? That's not his fault. He's going to do it in fewer games than what Kareem did it. Mm. So you make it, but you see, here's the thing. This is where I push back on you. Mm -hmm. You make it seem like LeBron is averaging 10 points a game, that he's just a guy, and that he's just playing to break this record. Come on, Skip, you know that's not true. 149th, and yet you've taken the seventh most threes in the whole league? Why that math doesn't compute for when, me. When he, when he catch fire, I want you to have that same energy. Uh, he'll catch fire. He'll have a game here. They'll, he'll, he'll have a six out of ten game. So you know it's coming, But, but right? he's, he's going to average ten threes a game, and it will be his career high because it's the mathematically fastest way to catch and pass ten Kareem. Three, ten threes a game, shooting right. 40%. To, to the detriment of his basketball team, he will continue to jack up watch, threes. Watch he catch fire, though. Yep. Watch he catch fire, and, be, and I say in another month, he'll be shooting like 36%. Really? Yep. 36, he's got a long ways to go. He's at 29. I'm sorry, 25.9. Just a matter 25. of 25.9? Well, that's horrendous. A couple of six for tens, a couple of five for eights. Huh. Whew, right back in right back really? in business. Boy, he's lubricant like crazy. So cold. Just he a, is so cold. Just a little temporary setback. Really? Just a temporary okay. setback. That's we, all. We, we do have a big diet do bet sure on do. the fact that Kevin Durant, uh, I, I believe you, you say Kevin LeBron Randy will outshoot Kevin Durant. Kevin Randy plays some defense. Okay, he's well, the worst I, defender. I he's the worst. I remember you used to come out here every day and show LeBron. LeBron, mm. Kyle Kuzma push LeBron. LeBron plays some defense. You have the worst defender in basketball. Mm. And you have the what is he? Now? Fifth. Fifth best. Best defender. And, and I watched at the end of that game the other day. I saw Jeremy Grant just go right by him. Hold on. Just go right around him and lay it up. Hold on. Just because you're the best defender, that doesn't mean other guys can't make a shot against you. Oh, okay. That was so cold, what Jeremy Grant did. To it was, uh, it was so a cold. A 131.9 defensive rating. Really? I, I'm not sure they added that into his fifth rating. It, it, did, did they not the get – maybe they didn't get the clip of the what happened at the end of the game? A guy in year 20 mm. is the fifth-rated defender. Really? A guy in year 20. Mm. Jeremy Grant, that was so cold. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy. I, I should have tweeted at that moment. That's so cold. What, you should have. <laughs> but but you know that was an anomaly. We're getting back. We're getting right back. Really? I don't know what they called it uh, in Portland. Now it used to be the Rose Garden. I don't know what they call it now. But we're getting back up there. Will you? Yeah, okay. for sure. I remember what we did in Nurkic? You remember what we did in Nurkic? We detonated on him. Remember, he ain't been the same since. Is that all you got? We detonated on him. Nurkic was playing some D on Russ the other day. <laughs> he was playing D. It's called, that, I'm standing in the middle of the lane exactly. guarding you at yeah. the three-point line. That man, he went and ordered pop, turned his back and ordered popcorn. He said, let me get two beers and a popcorn. I'm defending <laughs> yeah. him. I've got number zero. So he's going to make zero shots on me. Skip, we're in a new age now. It's a new age. I don't love it. I love it. Yeah. I love the acknowledgement. I hey, like somebody. It.
somebody did good, uh, we acknowledge that they did I, good. I want cold-blooded basketball killers. Whatever. Yeah, like the GOAT. <laughs> hey, speaking of cold-blooded basketball killers, guys, I'm going to wrap you on this one because we've got to get to a topic very near and dear to my heart. I'll bet. Did last night show my <laughs> Pelicans are serious contenders in the yes, West? Yes, did. I'm wearing yep. my victory red. That's coming up next on Undisputed. game last night if you're a Pelicans fan. The Pels beat the Mavs 113-111 without Zion Williamson or Brandon Ingram. New Orleans had eight players in double digits, shooting over 40% from three as a team. Luka Doncic had 37 points, but he came up short with a potential game-winning three at the very end. I am here for all of it. Shannon, <laughs> don't break my heart. Are the Pelicans legitimate Western Conference contenders? I'm going to say no because I don't believe they can stay healthy, Skip. Give uh, Jenna a break. Okay. Just give her a little I, 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 I think, that, look, they're a really good team. But, Skip, we're four games into the season, and Zion is already out. Brandon Ingram got a concussion, and, you know, once you get one, there's a likelihood that you'll get another one. Maybe, but not in that sport as much as your sport. Herb Jones hurt his knee. Uh, he did. But what is, what is what is history showing us about Zion? Is there a greater chance that he gets injured again because or not? Because he has not? a hip contusion. He fell hard. Okay, I got it. Did he play? So it's another injury it's that another caused one, him to but miss it, a game. It doesn't seem career-threatening <laughs> like all the rest of them. But here's the thing, Skip. He's, so what happens if he gets one of those in the playoffs? and he misses a game. What happens? I'm just basing it on his history since he's been in the NBA. He's missed more games than he's played. That's all I can base it on. Sure, I would like to see him play a stretch where he goes two, three years, and he just takes time off Mm -hmm. uh, a load management. But, Skip, if something happened that forces him to miss this time, and so for that reason, they were unbelievable last night. Skip, they they played, they dressed nine, they played nine guys. Eight of them was in double figures. They shot 58% from the four, 44% from the three. Dallas needed butt kicks. They ain't played no defense. Not zero. And Luka, I don't know, Luka, Luka, jacking up threes, left and right. Mm. I mean, he had, Skip, he played, he played great. I mean, 37, 11, and seven. But he probably could have done without six of those threes that he attempted. Mm. But that's who he is. You have to live with that. It's kind of like Patrick Mahomes, Skip. You have to live with him throwing the ball off platform at different angles and throwing the putting the ball in harm's way you can live with that but I, I for that reason I think they're a very good team man Willie Green has done an unbelievable job unbelievable. I believe he should have been coach of the year last I year that's you. just me personally yep. but if I had a vote I would have voted for Willie Green mm-hmm. but I'm gonna say because of their injury history and what I've seen over the last three years since this team has been together injuries will probably play another role in whether how far they go mm-hmm. Shannon Sharp I'm here to have Jen's back on this question because I believe this team is a true contender in the West. I wouldn't at all be shocked if they got to the NBA Finals because they are that deep and that loaded with serious 1 through 12 talent. Mm-hmm. David Griffin can stockpile talent. He did. I, I, I can't defend some of the moves that he makes, but when it's just – I'm talking about stockpiling raw ability – Don Devontae Graham acquisition, the Larry Nash Jr. acquisition. I started watching this game last night, and I couldn't stop, in part because Baby Bird was going two for 13 from three, just as I warned you about. That, that's way too many and way too many misses, but that's who he is, and you got to live with it. Yep. 
But all of a sudden, I look up, and that kid Dyson Daniels is in the game, and I'm saying, wait a second. How do I know his – oh, yeah, he was the eighth overall pick out of Australia, but he played for G League Ignite last mm-hmm. year. And all of a sudden, David Griffin strikes again because the more I watched Dyson Daniels, I said, hey, he, he, he can play. And Willie Green was very complimentary of Dyson Daniels after the game and just said he does not back down. He goes about his work. He keeps yeah. his head down, but he does not back down. I, I, how about Trey Murphy the third? I, I don't know that much about him, but he, he only made all eight of his shots last perfect. night, including all four of his threes. And all th- and both of his free throws. He was a perfect. He was 100%. He was just 100%. And I got to tell you, I didn't watch that closely, but every time I looked up, it seemed like he was defending Baby Bird mm-hmm. because he matched up with him. And I'm pretty sure he was on him for the last play. And to your point, Herb Jones is their designated defender who just drives people crazy, and he could not go last night. So all of a sudden, you're down three of your, you, you could say, yeah. maybe your three best players. And look, it's Petey Gonzalez, Jose Alvarado. Skip, I mean, hey, he normally just a little pass. But last night he gave you 13. He gave you 13, and they were early 13. <laughs> he had the early impact on the game. And then CJ's out there directing traffic and being the big brother to everybody. Yeah. And as he said after the game, you, you as he said, the, the bench is how you win championships, that, how you win playoff games. That's how you win on the road. Well, the, it's it's just like Larry Nance Jr. You know from his days with the Lakers, he can play. Yeah. And Jackson Hayes can play. And and Hernan Gomez didn't even get it in is. the game. And Garrett Temple didn't get in the game. I'm just saying they're loaded with talent, with some experience, some inexperience. But Willie Green is on his way to becoming yeah. a top coach in this league. I, I, I love what he does, Skip. I mean, when you with, look, we know what they can be. With B.I., who's a proven, he's an all-star. Yep. Zion is an all-star. He is. How healthy. It's all, Skip, okay. you know playoffs are all about it. health. All right. It's all about health. Well, it's hard for me to argue that because nobody knows for sure. But at, at the moment, nobody's on injured reserve. You know, nobody's out no, for no, a, no, an no, extended no. period no. of time. They're all going to come back fairly quickly. I hope Herb, Herb Jones' knee is okay. Right. I don't know how serious that is. But in, in the end, with that coach – and that kind of star power, and the way I saw Zion blend immediately in into the flow of it, it, yeah. it didn't look wrong at all to me. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm saying, this team's loaded, and and they believe in their coach, and he he always pushes all the right buttons mm-hmm. during a game because it's hard, it, it it's hard to manage this deep of a team, but right. he does it. He pushes all the right buttons. I mean, you played you played what nine guys last night, so yep. you probably play eleven if you got Zion. Well, you're probably gonna play 12, 13 guys, Skip, if you got Herb Jones, Zion, and and Brandon Ingram back. Yeah. Now, obviously, these guys are not gonna get the shot attempts that they got last night with Zion and and, and Bi in in the game. But yeah, they're they're they they are a very balanced ball club, and that's the thing. That's what Golden State could do. Skip, remember early on in Golden State, they come in with Livingston or they come in with Barbosa, they, they come in with that second unit. Yep. And whatever lead they had, they expanded on they it. They did. And if you had a lead on them, they cut into it until the starters got back into the ball game. Yep. This is what they're capable of doing. Health is going to be the big key. If they're going to, if they're healthy, you tell me they're going to be healthy, because they're going to be when it's all said and done. Okay. But the West is loaded this year. I know it's way, way early, but Dallas came into this game ranked number one in offense and number two in defense. It didn't look like it last sure night. Didn't. But but I'm just saying when you don't have three of your top players and you still manage to pull that off, that's impressive to me. They still shot, I mean, 
Reggie Bullock went one for eight. What you call him was two or five. I know, but Christian Wood just keeps on keeping on. He came off the bench and gave you eight out of ten shots more. But three he, out of three three. But Skip, he's going to be that because we know he was he was a twenty and ten or, 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 or I think a twenty and ten yeah. guy, or t- a close to twenty and ten guy last year. Now he's coming off the bench, giving you going with your going against your second unit. He's going to punish you. He, he's capable of this, Skip. Well, I think pretty soon he's not going to be coming off the bench. No, they they need that spark. Yeah, they need that spark off the bench. They need that. And then, of course, I knew if it came down to the last shot, somebody would not make it, and here we go. Oh, Baby it's, Bird. It's but Baby Bird. Baby Bird done made a couple of those early in the career. You do realize he's only 23, right? Yeah, I think he's like two for 23 on last-second shots now, okay. something like that. That's but okay. he had one, and I think it was Trey Murphy who was all over him, and yet he got it off. He's got great step-back ability. Here's that last shot. He, he created some space, and then he was way Ooh. wide right. Ooh, ooh. Pelicans, pull it out. They steal one at I mean, home. Skip, I mean, really, the man's at the timeline. You expect mm-hmm. him to hit that. I mean, that ain't no easy shot. Well, are you the next Larry Bird or not? Larry Bird, Larry Bird makes that shot. Larry Bird, no, he didn't. Yeah, he does. You remember the one he had in 87 after Magic hit the little sky hook? Do I? And then he had the inbounds. He faked like he was going to come around and he peeled right back to the, uh, 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 the short mm-hmm. porch. Yep. He missed it, right? Okay. He missed that shot, and it shocked me because <laughs> I thought it was a <laughs> gimme. Because he got it wide open, and he missed it. One of the few. I, I saw him destroy people. Oh, he's your favorite player. He is. Yeah. Baby Bird coming on, though. Yeah, this guy's not even in the same Don't do that, league. Yeah, yeah, two-time All-NBA. Skip, have I ever mentioned how intelligent and no, excellent you in your analysis but you are But I need to hear more morning. of that in the near future on. on this show. Thank you. <laughs> And you tried to buddy up, Jen. Don't, well. don't fall for it, Jen. Jen, I'm telling you, don't fall <laughs> for working. it. Thank it's you, working. It's working. Oh, I'll fall for it. Pelicans shooting 58% from the field, guys. They're in a five-way tie for second in the West. Next up, they're headed to see the Phoenix Suns and then your Lakers, Uh-oh. Shannon. We don't got get too board. nervous. We got All right. Up next here on Undisputed, did we just find another reason why Brady playing at age 45 is so impressive? That's Can't coming up next right here on FS1. No. Ryan has been benched. And SI.com's Albert Breer says, quote, there are scouts who think his arm strength is shot. Tom Brady is the oldest player in the NFL, and despite that 3-4 start, he led the league in passing and touchdowns last season. So, Shannon, does this make you respect Brady a little bit more for still being able to play at age 45? No, because I don't think Brady has uh, taken the punishment that Matt Ryan has taken. As a matter of fact, uh, Matt Ryan, is, this is his fifth season, uh, 15th season, and he's been sacked 90 or more times than Tom Brady. Tom Brady's in his 23rd season. So he's played, Matt Ryan has played eight fewer seasons, and he's been sacked 98 more times. Let that sink in for just a well, second. Wait a second. I thought Brady was on the verge of breaking the, the sacks record, getting sacked. Yeah, but Skip, that's because of the accumulation of time. Okay. I mean, you think about how many more years that he's played. I mean, I think Brett Favre has the record. He's played three more years. Well, I think Bra- he's only Brady's only two away from that yeah. all-time yeah. sack record. Yeah, but Skip, look at the years. So take Matt Ryan. Okay. Matt Ryan has played eight years fewer than Tom. All right. But he's been sacked 98 more times. So can you imagine how many more times he would be sacked if he played eight more years than what Brady? He Wait, would break I, I the record. I don't understand the math on that. Skip, okay. Let's just say for the sake of argument. But I that- thought nobody's been sacked more than Favre and now Brady, right? But, you, but you're but talking about over a period of time. If you look at the time from 2008 
to 2000 now. When Matt Ryan came into oh, the league. Oh, just doing since he yes, came into the league. Yes, okay. yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Okay. So let that sink in. So now, and plus, he's never had the stability that Brady has had. Brady had one coach for 20 seasons. Arguably, you, I know you don't agree with it, but I believe Coach Belichick is the greatest head coach in NFL history. That bears something. Matt I Ryan, couldn't tell, but go ahead. <laughs> you, can, you could tell. Yeah. Matt Ryan has had a great career, Skip. He's won an MVP. He has. Almost won a Super Bowl. He recently passed Dan Marino for the seventh most passing yards all time. Now, it, it was reported that he had a separated shoulder. Now, does that have anything to do with some of the loss, the arm velocity? Maybe. Probably so. But, uh, no, I, I don't. I, I just think the thing is, is that Brady is an anomaly. I mean, and what we're seeing, Skip, is that the, the, the Bradys and, and the Ryans, those types of quarterbacks are getting fewer and fewer and far and far between because you got to have some mobility. They might be the last of the statuesque quarterbacks. All the other quarterbacks that you see, Skip, have some mobility. And Matt Ryan is even less mobile than Tom Brady, and Tom had the ugliest 40, the ugliest running he style did. in the history of quarterbacks. I give you and that. And Matt Ryan is, is worse than him. Mm. All right, so it got so bad for Matt Ryan at age 37, and maybe the shoulder factored in, but I think it was Mike Florio used the old great John Madden line that his passes started to look like the last shot out of a Roman candle. You've seen Roman <laughs> yeah, candle, yes. the little puff that comes out. <laughs> and he hit the wall at age 37. I, I'm not sure he's going to have much more of a career. I right. don't know that. Right. Um, um, could he be a backup somewhere? Maybe. But, but Skip, I think he's like third or fourth in passing yards. Okay, third or fourth this this season. Mean, this, this season. No, this I, season. I got this it. Season. But Jim Irsay said no. I've seen enough, and I think he overruled Frank Reich and yeah. said, I, "I don't want to risk having to pay him an extra seven million if he does get hurt on my watch." Right. So he said, "That's enough. He's out." Okay. But by all accounts, most people believe he's hit the wall at age 37. Okay. Well, that, that means he's almost eight years, you could call it right at, eight years younger than the guy who's still going at a pretty high level yeah. in Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. The guy who was voted just this past season as the best player in all of pro football by his peers. The, the guy who was graded just last year by Pro Football Focus, the best quarterback in all of pro football. That guy at, did that at 44. At 45, he's got all kinds of issues. You could argue he's got off the field as well as on the field. Mm -hmm. Yet his QBR is still above 53, I mean, above 50. So it's at 53 to Aaron Rodgers, 41. I, I don't see any last shots out of Roman candles from Tom Brady's arm. It still looks the same to me because it never was a cannon. Right. I mean, I've been watching some Michael Vick video. He never had Michael Vick's arm because no. Michael Vick could just flat out right. fling it. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't always right on target, target but, right. boy, you want to talk about arm strength. I think um, Matt Ryan never had a rocket arm. No. Either. So he, he, could, he, he was Greg Maddox. It, it was not like he could have had an injury and could afford to lose okay. anything off an already okay. average arm. I, I believe Tom's arm is a little better than Matt Ryan's oh, ever I, was. I agree. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. So the point is, I, I just want one time on this show for you to give Brady an like an ounce of credit for completely shattering the mold. The mold said usually the, the old mold was I was taught all the way up. 38 is the magic number for a quarterback. Yeah. You're just going to hit the wall. Mm -hmm. Warren Moon, anomaly. George Blanda, this is back in the day, anomaly, but he's place kicking. Well, you know, you know Vinny, Vinny played until he, his he 40s, did, but obviously played. he wasn't playing. 
I mean, he came in and filled in a couple of times, but he wasn't a starter, like an everyday starter like Tom was or like Warren. Warren I think Warren played till he was 42. Might be, no, Warren might have been 44. But anyway, obviously he lost some years to, the, you know, going up to Canada and things of that nature. Skip, Tom is playing unbelievable. But I believe, I don't know if we'll see a guy, another quarterback play 20 years, but I think this new batch of quarterbacks, because of the protections that they've been afforded, I think you're going to see more quarterbacks approach the 20 mark than we've ever seen before. Do you agree with that? The game is rigged for them, <laughs> for their longevity, because the game needs they're them. The face. Because they're the face. They are the marquee. They are the drawing card. No, nobody wants to see Blaine Gabbert play for the Buccaneers. No, they don't. So, so to me, the, the Brady I see at 45, he's not hitting the wall. I believe his team is hitting the wall. And I'm not sure they can dig their way out of this tailspin, well, no matter how well Tom Skill, let me tell you how this thing works. <clears throat> People don't mind you yelling as long as you're winning. Yep. You start to lose and you yell. People tune you out, just like a coach, just like Belichick. You see, uh, I read the thing, uh, Jacoby Myers, when they asked him something about uh, uh, Mike Did you Jones. know this was coming? And he said no. He said, what you're yeah, about? and he said, I feel bad for my brother. Yeah. When they were winning, no court, no player would have ever said that. No. But you see, when you start to lose, Skip, guys will start to speak out because they're like, what, what, we, what, what am I being quiet for? We losing anyway. Yep. That's how it is with Brady. Okay. See, if long- and, and he made one terrible wrong move. He went on a Friday night up to Robert Kraft's party, his wedding party in New York, and did not come back in time to catch the team flight, then on to Pittsburgh. He went straight on by himself. And and I believe it sent shockwaves through that organization because they looked at him as one of us. Right. And they they said, because, Skip, they see how hard he works. But for for a split second, it wasn't about them. It was about him. And for the longest time, for 22 years, he's done everything right. Let me do right by the team. Let me be the team player. Let me go this. Okay, they got to show up here. We're going to do this. And for all of a sudden, they start to look at like, damn, is Tom checked out on us? Is, is, is Tom as bought in as he said he is? Because now all I of a sudden, agree. I think those questions reverberated in the backs of every Buccaneer's mind. It does. And yet you told me that you thought Tom decided to unretire for selfish motive. I do. Okay. And and to me, I guess you I guess it's selfish. It's just he looks around and says, I, I love to play football. I, I'm not tired of playing football. I'm not burned out on football. And by the way, my peers just said, I'm the very best player in the whole league. Why should I stop now? Right. That's why I, I say he came back. I also think he's looking around right now. I came back for this. Yeah, well, of course he's saying that. But, Skip, if you, if you have that conversation about you going to step away, you better have a conversation about you about to step back in. Well, he might have stepped in it. <laughs> oh, he definitely, he, oh yeah. he definitely stepped in it. Right. Yeah. He's way deep in it right yeah. now. Certainly been a rough start to the season for Tom Brady, but I will never count him out. He always seems to flip a switch come the end of the season as the postseason approaches. All right, guys, let's jump into the Cowboys a little bit with Dak back. Is Mike McCarthy being a little bit too conservative? Let's get your thoughts on the other side of this break. Prescott returned as the starting quarterback for the Cowboys in their 24-6 win against the Lions Sunday. However, Mike McCarthy still kept a conservative approach, not going for it once on fourth down. 
are also currently 26th in the league when going for it on fourth down in optimal situations this season. Important to note. Shannon, what do you think? Should Mike McCarthy have been cheered or booed with such a conservative approach against the Lions? Mike McCarthy, don't you listen to them Cowboy fans? They're delusional. Mm. If you listen to fans, any coach that listens to a fan, he'll soon become one because he'll be up in the stands cheering right along with him. Mm. Because what happens, Skip, you go for it. The fans go for it, go for it. You go for it, and you don't get it. What the hell were you thinking? Why would you go for it? You ought to be crazy. Take the points or play for field position. It's, all, it's never enough. That's why you do, and I believe Mike McCarthy did the right thing. Why would, at that point of the game, Skip, why? Man, <laughs> Skip, you can't. Unless you score 100 points and your defense doesn't give up but 10 points, the fans are always going to have something to complain about. And even then, man, that time they ran it, yeah, they ran it for a touchdown, but they should have let such and such through it for a touchdown. Mm. It's never going to be good enough. But like my college coach used to say, it's like, hey, I listened to the fans and we got it all the way down to the one-yard line on fourth and one. He said, I looked up in the stands and asked him, what should I do? They say, well, hell, you the coach. <laughs> well, if that's the case, if I'm the coach, let me do what I think is best for the team. Mm. Mike McCarthy, do what you think is in the best interest of the team. I don't always agree with you because I don't think you're the greatest coach. But don't you be listening to the fans up in the stands. Okay. I'm not sure he listened to anybody but Jerry Jones. Okay. Well, Jerry told him to go for it. You know I, that I still think Jerry has a way to communicate with Mike McCarthy during the games. But my point is. You're not supposed I, I, to, though. I, 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 you're not supposed to. <laughs> I stand by what I said going into the season. My team is going to have to rise above and win in spite of, number one, Jerry Jones, and number two, Mike McCarthy, the bump on the log that is my head coach during football games. But despite my contention that I stand by, I will say this. I was shocked. And I mean, I underlined ultra shocked when early in that game against the Detroit Lions, it got to fourth and two at the three yard line. It's three to nothing Detroit. And Mike McCarthy woke up. I think I, somebody might have jostled him on the sideline, bumped into him and he woke up and they went up to the line of scrimmage and they were ready to call the play, run the play that had been called by Kellen Moore for Dak Prescott to run. And they they bounce up to the line of scrimmage. We got that. Wait, 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 wait hold it. What? Mike McCarthy woke up and called timeout and overruled both the offensive coordinator and the new quarterback, who's the old quarterback. Right. But Dak is back, and Mike said, no, we're going to take a 22-yard field goal. Yeah. And in my little house, I stood up and applauded. Okay. Mike okay. McCarthy. I stood up and applauded because Dak had been a little shaky. He's a little rusty. It, it's the Detroit Lions and Mike. I'm sure nobody needs to remind you. You just might have the best defense in pro football. Thank you got you. a top three, but it's 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 bordering it's, on. It's edging up toward a top it's one. It's trending, yes. Okay. And it's the Detroit Lions. Why risk it? They've already stolen a quick field goal from you. Just take the three and let the thing play out because you know and I know what's about to happen. Inevitably, your defense will seize control and did it ever. It, it turned over Detroit Five times. But then you go for it. You don't get it. It's it, demoralizing. It, it's demoralizing. And all of a sudden, it gives the hopeless underdog some hope. And here it, they go. Skip, it was fourth and two yards. It wasn't fourth and no, foot. Fourth and it two. Was, it wasn't on the goal. they like, okay, you got the football to go to get a touchdown. Bro, that's two yards. Yeah. And look, Dak is back, but but he's not back. He, right. He's not all the way back in flow, in rhythm. Right. 
in control, in command of the offense. And the Cowboys are 50% on fourth down. The Bucks, Ravens are also four of eight fourth, on fourth down this season. So, for me, and I don't think anybody's talking about whether people are saying the Ravens shouldn't go for it as much on fourth down. The Bucks are four and eight on fourth, uh, four for eight on fourth down. Okay. In that situation so early in the game, Skip. Okay, and then there were five other situations that, that were more, that they weren't as debatable as this one, but, but at various points in the field where he either punted or took the field goal. Right. Well, guess what the final score was? It was 24 to 6 Dallas. I'll take that. Right. I didn't love how Dak played. It scared me a little bit that we got early in the fourth quarter and the Lions were about, game. They, they were about to go in and take a 13-10 to 10 lead and Jamal Williams got rocked by D-Law mm -hmm. and coughed it up at the one-yard line. I don't love that. But the final score was 24-6 to 6 because the defense terrorized Jared Goff. And right. They just right. they demolished and demoralized Detroit's offense, which at points this year has been pretty good, yeah. pretty explosive. Yeah. So in the end, that's how you should have managed that football yes. game. You should play conservatively because your defense doesn't play conservatively. It, it goes for the throat. Right. So it's, what do I keep saying? My team will go as far as Micah and the Marauders carry my team. Right. Well, they carried them right through Detroit because it's been a long time since we've created five turnovers. And you got right? five sacks. And five sacks. So here yeah. we go. Yeah. That was, Mike McCarthy finally. He woke up. You did something right. He did something. <laughs> Who knew? You did something right. You finally, you finally, Cowboys he finally like you, Cowboys facing off against the Bears this Sunday. Come on, Justin and Fields. speaking of matchups, yeah, do you think the Lakers can upset the Nuggets tonight, guys? We'll debate that when Undisputed what? returns. LeBron and the Lakers, five-and-a-half-point underdogs, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook, against Jokic and the Nuggets in Denver tonight. Shannon, can LeBron and the Lakers pull off the upset? Can they? Yes. Will they? No. Um, Nikola Jokic is not going to just take four field goal attempts, this, uh, this lowest field goal attempt since 2018. Dude had nine points in 27 minutes. <clears throat> He's a walking damn near triple-double skip. 20, 27, 13, and 8 on a nightly basis. He only gave you nine points. So I expect him to bounce back in a big way. I'm gonna say no. Wait, I thought you had the goat. Oh, he's still. Oh, he's still. He probably you go for forty. MVP candidate. He's gonna go for forty, and they're probably, gonna lose. Probably not yet. You're kidding. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, if Russell Westbrook is in civvies watching this game, the cloud will be lifted, and I think they will make a statement at Denver. It will be LeBron and AD, and who knows else will go along for the ride. But everybody will rise and shine heaving a sigh of relief because they don't have to deal with Russ. And Pat Bev is ranked. You got LeBron is ranked fourth defensively, and I think Pat Bev is ranked second defensively. So they're a pretty good defensive team, right? We're, we're, we are. We ball it right now. Okay. But you got to put the ball in the basket. Okay. Well, maybe if they get the contagious bad that is Russell Westbrook <laughs> out of their hair, what, what hair LeBron has left, I guess. Yeah, don't do that. Don't okay, do that. I'm yeah. sorry. I forgot about yeah, you, that. Yeah, you yeah. forget. You forget. Okay, You're going to be just fine. But the point is, I just think that they'll make a statement to say, look how, look what we can be without him getting in our way. Well, if they win tonight and they play well, they might not invite him back. Okay, good. Well, then it's time to make that call. Here we go. Man, it's, it's not as easy. I like you the say. Lakers tonight. Fabulous show, it's not guys. not as easy you think it Unfortunately, is. all good things must come to an end. We are out of time. That's it for us, but we'll be back tomorrow morning. 